0: state of obscurity you already know it's your boy big chile um here with me is mr loco like always one of the one of the hosts uh my boy sticky another host and our special special guest uh any longtime listeners know who you know y'all know who this is this is super saucy she's back uh to give us a sauce on what she's been doing where she's been at she's Been getting Listen. into trouble always <laughs> what's up love everybody
1: what's it. good hello cool.
0: um saucy what you've been up to if you don't mind you know just a little quick summary you don't have to go into any kind of details but
2: working a lot i swapped jobs that i was working at and now i'm working in a restaurant lots of mm. hours and uh just kind of doing the doing the grind of working, coming home going to sleep doing it all over
0: that's it yeah especially now that everything's getting so damn expensive
2: yeah it's the whole reason i had to change jobs
0: oh man
3: yeah that inflation is a motherfucker
0: How's the gas it. prices in Cali? Uh,
3: <clears throat> uh,
2: one of the uh, Main Street places is like $6.50. What? Oh, yeah. Damn.
3: Yeah. No way.
1: Yeah, it hurts
2: <laughs> That's fucking
3: crazy as <laughs> fuck.
2: It used to cost me like $40 to fill my tank, and now I'm looking at like 75 80
4: Oh my god. Yo, and that's... And we, were, we were in Vegas like Back in March, and that gas was like four eighty nine, almost five dollars, but six dollars. Holy, holy man! And like, yeah, out here in Texas, well, in Houston, it was like 40, four yeah yeah, four twenty. Over here in Austin, it was like four fifty, four sixty. Jeez, that's that. That's that's tough man that's tough so i think it, it, it's applying to glo- uh, groceries too
1: because
4: mm-hmm. groceries used to be like uh we tend to go to the grocery store at least twice a week you know because mm-hmm. but back then like maybe before COVID, it was like 200 maybe 150 now it's between 300 and 400 twice uh every week God, so, damn. yeah i mean it it's mainly me too because i eat a lot too but i mean you know, we got some growing boys here. At six of us, but still, gas too, man. Because uh, we used to we used to fill up the car with like less than thirty. Now it's like mm-hmm. forty six to like fifty two dollars.
0: Yeah, say fifty. Oh, that
4: shit's serious, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, who knows if it's if it's gonna come down or if it's you know whatever. I have no idea what the fuck the situation is. I'm not usually, you know, on the news all the time and keeping up with whatever the fuck is going on. Maybe I should be. I, I kind of see why, you know, the older you get, the more interested you get in in news. But I still try to stay blissfully ignorant to things because, fuck, man, it's fucking insane.
4: Yeah, I think, I think the term is fixed in, I think, what, well, we got like a year or two more? For the the Biden term ends, and then we can start voting again. I've read this time we don't know who's gonna run. We don't know if it Trump just trying to run again. you know
0: if If we haven't gotten a badass reality show in a long time, this is gonna be the craziest fucking reality t v show ever this whatever this election's coming up, it's gonna be insane, bro. There's gonna be so much shit said back and forth. I mean, of course, he got, I mean, is he returning Is Trump? I mean, he is, right? He's he's going to run again, right? Probably. It would be stupid for him not to because there's so much hype and whatever's going on with that. Yeah, I just feel like everybody's going to fucking, you're probably going to see my name on the fucking voting ballot too. I'll probably run too. Fuck it. <laughs> it's going to be crazy.
1: Hey, fuck yeah. it. I'm all for it, bro. <laughs> I vote for I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean speaking of the news, of course, um it's something that, you know, happened what was it last week? hmm And it sparked I guess it sparked a lot of debate. I don't know if it's if it's the biggest debate at this point, because I know Beforehand, it's it's been talked about so much, so I I can't really speculate if it's you know if this is the biggest conversation people have had about guns or if it's been talked about before. But um, we had an unfortunate uh, mass murder at a here in Texas, Uvalde, Texas. Um, it was a was it a nineteen year old. I think he was 18 uh, or 18. I think he was still going to high school, right? Yeah. And uh, he just I mean, I don't know what happened. He just snapped. He decided to go. He didn't even decide this. This was a premeditated thing, I think, is what they're saying. There's a lot of clues or a lot of things that he would tell people. I I read somewhere and, you know, again, it's so tricky when you read stuff because you don't know if you're reading the right thing at this day and age but i did read somewhere where he you know there was a lot of messages dms that they found and uh he told somebody that he was either gonna look f- he was either gonna do it at a school or i forgot what the other place was but he was premeditating either a school or something else like a mar or something again i might be wrong so but i think i think this was a premeditated th- Thing I don't think it was something that he just jumped to, you know, out of nowhere. It's like I'm gonna do it, but um. So yeah, so that happened. Unfortunately, I think from the last time I saw it, it was 19, 19 kids, uh, elementary school. So they were like 10. 10 years old I believe most of them and then two teachers is the last I saw and I don't know how many were injured I think there was a couple more that were injured from fragments or stuff like that um but yeah very sad event and unfortunately it also brought a lot of attention to a lot of people not unfortunately but I think the problem is that when something like this happens um, a lot of people want to get super political about it, and it kinda um, it kind of disturbs the the scenario it like paints what happened into something in my opinion, it paints what happened into something else, and people make it political, people make it about this and about that, which at the same time is understandable, but yeah. That's, that's the situation we're kind of at right now, or th- what we wanted to talk about is... I mean, I guess, first of all, we'll start off with, like, you know, thoughts. What were you guys' initial thoughts when you heard about this?
4: I would, um, I would have to say it was grief. It was not personal grief, but it was just more of just, like, kind of overwhelming because like this isn't the first time this has happened you know like there's been multiple mass shootings like I think we we didn't even talk about the the one that happened in Buffalo apparently
0: oh and that's right yeah
4: there was there was that like I think a couple of days before and I mean I do have to agree to the part where like something like this whenever it occurs it can always lead to a political standpoint and by that there was a. Uh, I think the governor went out there uh to you know uh, he was having a conference and then uh beto a guy who who was running once was calling him out on his work. yeah you know and like i said they were it hey, is there's just too many sides to approach this from but personally like I just feel like it it's super sad that mm-hmm. you know these lives of the children had to be like sacrificed like you know there's just it's just I guess throughout every day more and more evidence was unfolding you know like
1: mm-hmm.
4: and that's the thing like you know I I was saying like you know don't trust the media don't watch the news because it's always it's always like Changing or it's always something that that must must could be misformative you know but yeah. i I basically approached it from a different outlook like a way outer one that not a lot of people might agree on where I felt like I said something insensitive because it was just kind of fresh where it was in the words of like it was kind of staged, you mm. know it was kind of coincidental you know that it was just it happened as soon as people started voting you know at least in texas the fact that bethel came out you know it could have been an approach where you could see it as like well he got my vote or you know what what was he doing there you know but it's like i said it's it's really weird because I'm just like the same things happens all the time, there was one thing I do wanna say before you know I pass it over is that uh what's that guy uh Jesse from uh Jesse Pinkman from uh Breaking Bad yeah he was he posted something about saying like, oh, you know, uh, people need to start with the thoughts and prayers because that never really works like when in the past has thought and prayers helped anybody, you know. And it just made
3: me. The 10 fake. time is a mute point, Kyle. Yeah, it was. It was just kind of hard because, like, I'm just like, you know, I've
4: I've been like, I guess I've talked or know a couple people who have been on the FBI watch list just because of certain things that they know that the government does, you know.
1: Mm.
4: But like I said, I this might come out as insensitive, but like it sounds like it was just something that people Let's in are to do and set up. You know?
0: It's okay. I mean, I feel like, you know, everybody is entitled to their opinion. Everybody's, you know... Nobody knows the full story, so I understand why people would want to speculate. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, speculating and, you know, wondering why. The only issue that i have sometimes is how fast people want to speculate and nothing has even been said like that same day i was hearing these speculations and i'm like what the fuck like no no evidence has even came out to the public there is zero reason for people again this is my opinion but there's zero reason for somebody to be like this might have happened because of this or this was a a setup I just feel like that's a little too soon to say. The, the the full information hasn't even been, you know, presented, and people are already saying that it was this and that. Uh, but again, I it's I, I feel like everybody is entitled to their opinion. And I mean, I was there before too. I was I used to be a super conspiracy nut. I always looked at, especially Sandy Hook, is the main one where. Even to me that one was very weird. And all the information looking at Sandy Hook, I was it was just something about that case. But at the same time, I just I just wasn't there. And I can speculate all I want, but I was never there to say exactly for sure what it was. But um I guess we'll pass we'll pass it over to, you know, sticky or saucy. You wanna talk about your initial thoughts when you heard about this?
3: Oh, uh, yeah, kind of like what Alex said. It just it was just a fucked up situation. Just I don't know. I just felt bad about it. Like that day, that when that news came out, I just felt I don't know. I just felt weird, bro, about the situation. I just felt down. And um, heartbreaking. Yeah, because I got I got little brothers and little sisters and a niece. They're that age and they go to school. So I don't know. Just that's kind of the first thing that popped in my head. Is like. I don't know. It just sucks. It's just a shitty situation. Like, I never... I don't know. I just feel like when we went to school, we didn't have to think about shit like that. I mean, I know it happened, but... I don't know. I just never... I honestly just never imagined... Like, we did I don't even remember us really having drills like that. Like, um... Shooter drills in school and stuff like that. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, no. I don't think we did. I just remember tornadoes, and... That's about it. One yeah, thing fire that, drills um, and shit like that. Yeah, fire drills. One thing that was weird to me. One thing that I always thought was true, but I guess because um, whatever happened here, I used to think that the you know the classrooms, the doors, they used to say That's that proof. those those windows were bulletproof. Mm-hmm. But in this story, supposedly he shot through one of those glasses and was able to open a door like that. Again, I don't know if that was. That was just what was reported in whatever I was reading that he shot through the glass. It was, I, I guess it was a kid or maybe a teacher talked about it. But um I swear they used to say that those glasses were, were bulletproof for that reason.
2: They're probably shatter yep. resistant. I would think bulletproof glass for every door in a school, like they're limited on funding as it is.
0: Yeah, that's true, especially a public school. Yeah, uh, saucy. I mean, you you got the kind of the. I mean, we're we're all American. We're all part of this whole thing, but this happened in Texas, and you're from California. California, um, not to call California out or anything, but it's you know it's known for being such a liberal, uh, you know, state. So, what for you though? What you know what what was your initial thoughts when you heard something like this?
2: I mean, for me personally, it's like everybody else has said, it's devastating. It's heartbreaking. Like people lost their lives, people lost their children, their family. That's absolutely heartbreaking. But at the same time, like I I used to work with kids too. So Mm. that, that thought point of it, of, you know, you're there to protect those kids. And if you can't do anything, that's, that just kind of leaves you with your hands tied and can't really do much of anything. If there's literally nothing you can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It must. And I'm pretty sure for those teachers that were in that moment, it must feel, I mean, the the hopelessness that you feel that you have to protect these kids and you just can't. I mean, if you don't have a gun and somebody's in there, you know, shooting, what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's really not much you can do. You are, really, all you can do is, if if you have a religion, just pray to God. That's about it. If you don't, then, I mean, shit. I I I couldn't really say in that type of situation what what goes through somebody's head.
2: Yeah, and so many schools don't allow. They don't want firearms. They don't want weapons in the school. So that. Leaves teachers, again, the ones that are comfortable and competent
1: mm-hmm. and know
2: how to safely carry a weapon, they aren't allowed to, and they could lose their job if they do, even though mm-hmm. that could be the defining moment of saving lives or not, which I do understand because not everybody is mentally stable, mentally capable. I, mm-hmm. there are, I've seen some posts going around saying that all teachers should be carrying. No because some of my high school teachers be drinking vodka on the lunch break
0: like they don't need it yeah they they should have probably you know I've seen a lot of videos where teachers and in my personal experience I've had a lot of teachers that just get real pissed at the students you don't know what the fuck would happen if they had a gun in their hand unfortunately and I think that's go ahead sorry no 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 you go ahead
2: I'm going to say, I don't think being angry is so much of an issue as people not knowing how to control themselves, which is another mentally stable, like, I can get mad all the time. Mm. I get pissy. I'm a, I'm a saucy little salty asshole. (laughs) I I get super moody, but -hmm. at the same time, I'm not going to take my emotions and physically inflict them upon somebody else.
0: That's true. That's a good point.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's something that I realized too because there was uh, like I said the job I was working it was like I was just coming home and I was mad and Mm. I ended I ended up like lashing that out on uh, like I said my my girlfriend she was just like why are you being mean and I'm just like you know what I it's because like I don't have my outlet anymore she's like what's your outlet and I'm like I was playing games you know normally whenever I had a, a long day or a rough day. I would just log in, you know, uh, play a little bit of Apex, you know, and and that that kind of you know stirs into the point where it's just like I can come home, play a game where I'm shooting a gun, but it'll never make me want to grab one in real life and be like, you know, I need to fucking re- like release all this angst, all these problems, all these issues onto somebody else, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, to to be honest, I'm kind of glad that that's not the narrative that they're pushing now. You know, they used to do things like that, like oh, well, this person was a gamer, that might be why they did this. I, I used to hate that narrative because I don't think that's, I don't think there's any correlation between being a gamer and going. It's it's totally fucking different. There's no reason somebody's gonna confuse. You gotta be. um And I'm not trying to be, you know, politically incorrect, but you got to be fucking batshit crazy to think just because you play GTA 5, you're going to confuse GTA 5 with real life. There's no fucking way unless you're just out the fucking wahoo.
2: Yeah, that's another like, like I brought up mentally stable, mentally competent. Is a big necessity.
0: So um, should we should we pull back a little bit Um, and then we'll come back to this particular story. Should we talk about the importance of a gun? To each, you know. Each of our opinions of how important is a gun to us or how not important is a gun to us, Um, especially with this situation the second amendment has been put out there you know we all talk about the second amendment well you know those the people that are very politically inclined they always like to pull out the second amendment and how we have a right to bear arms um can I just say a quick thing about that though um absolutely yeah. when yeah. it comes yeah. to the when it comes to the second amendment what do you think our forefathers you know when they when they talked about the Right to bear arms. What do you think they would say about a semi-auto a semi-auto gun? Because the guns that they envisioned back then was not these type of fucking guns. All they had was muskets. And um, what do you think they would say about these kind of guns that we have now? Especially something like AR-15, which has been... AR-15 is the one that's been in the fucking spotlight for so long because it's been the main one used to commit these type of you know, mass mass murders so what would you What? what, and this this is like a theoretical question because we'll never know, obviously we'll never know what the fuck our forefathers thought about this but when it comes to the second amendment, what do you think it says about these new guns that we have, AR-15s and does it still fit in?
4: I don't, I would I don't know, man. Because like, so yes and no. Yes, because like, they would fit in because it's a it's a I guess it's a different form of defense. Like mm-hmm. when I when I when I hear about the Second Amendment, in my head it's just like, okay, you have the right to protect you know what you love, like what you, what your family and, and stuff like that. So, so, it doesn't necessarily have to be an AR-15. It doesn't have to be an RPG. It doesn't have to be landmines. You, here in Texas, you can get your hands on anything you want. You know, oh, that's that's, the, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the dangerous part. You know, there's people out there who get, like, they make scars and make P90s. You know, and I'm just like, when when in the world,
3: you know, that that's was... excessive, bro. It's just, yeah. I mean, just excessive as fuck. Like, like when
4: are you yeah, going to...
0: The I, Second Amendment... Does it apply to that? Does it apply to these kind of guns? It's these just... super fucking powerful. I mean, compared to obviously compared to a fucking musket, which is what they envisioned back then. Because let's be real, when they envisioned, right, they 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 weren't. They weren't thinking about automatic thinking, rifles. Yeah, what do you what do we think that they would have said about these fucking auto rifles? I would like
2: hope I'm not even gonna lie I don't think I think we live in a free country where we should be allowed Mm
1: -hmm. to
2: do what our rights are I don't think Mm -hmm. everyone needs a fully automatic weapon but that's kind of like the same as uh, pro-choice pro-life you know just because I don't want it doesn't Doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't want it and the people that mm. have it, I'm going to say 99%, I would say most mentally stable, and they're just out there having fun on the range, on the target range.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I, I would
2: also like to add, um, I just shared a link, the mm-hmm. ARs are not the most common. That would be a handgun.
1: Yeah, I, I I was looking at the two...
0: Um... But I think specifically, the handguns have... Oh, okay, you have an excellent to, to mass shootings. Because I was thinking the whole uh, handgun debate was it, it had the most deaths in general. Because the handgun does have the most deaths in general. But that's a counting, like, just kind of, you know... I don't even know how the fuck to say it, but it, that counting, like, just one-on-one encounters... Uh, that even counts in police because they, you know, they have handguns. But if it says weapon types used in mass shootings since nineteen eighty two, May twenty twenty
4: two, the handguns, handguns, yeah, and it says uh, the number of weapons used, handguns, one forty six, number of incidents ninety eight, uh, mm. for rifles is fifty nine and then fifty one, mm. and and shotguns, thirty. Shotguns,
0: yeah. Shotguns obviously are less, yeah. Because
1: they don't, you know.
2: But yeah, I didn't mean to get off topic. I just wanted. to
0: make sure. No, no. I mean this. This is Actually, all on topic because this is, this is the type of thing, um, you know, we're all trying to figure out together. Yeah, because in, the in, in a, a lot a of way. people
2: that are going for these mass shootings, they're going to, in there with that not stable mental thought process that's saying, I'm going to hurt these people. They're not going to walk in there with a big old AK. They're mm. going to go in there stealthy.
1: The smallest. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Wasn't what? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, wasn't there a, a shooting the Las Vegas one where it was an automatic or was that?
0: Oh, he had, he had all kind. of motherfucker had all kinds of shit, bro. Yeah, he he had weapons that wouldn't shouldn't even have been available to anybody, but the fucking FBI or some shit it was that one was weird. That one was such a weird situation. And I don't think even at this stage, people can't decide what the fuck because they're not giving they're not giving us any information on what the fuck they're saying that they don't know and they possibly don't know what the fuck happened. But, you know, that it doesn't help us. Because there's just no way to figure out what the fuck happened with that Las Vegas guy. That shit was insane. He had way too many guns, way too much ammunition. He just had a full range of fucking arsenal.
4: But I, I, I do I do see the point where it's just like, you know, with the handgun, you can kind of sneak that one in. Go mm. oh, and, you know bypass everything because it's it's more easy to conceal compared to an ar that's normally strapped around you know because i've seen i've seen people hide ak-47s but they're wearing jeans you know
0: yeah bro people used to hide fucking that's why baggy clothes was such a stigma back then people used to hide fucking shotguns in their baggy clothes just pull that motherfucker out like nothing But, but, I mean, let's talk about, let's, let's uh, talk about, like, the importance, uh, let's give our opinions about, like, the importance of guns. You know, what? to y'all, you know, in your own words and your own thoughts, what's the importance of owning a gun? Not just because of the Second Amendment, but, like, in your personal life, what do you think, um, you know, it validates uh, owning a gun? A, a handgun and a rifle, we'll specify those two.
3: All right.
4: Well, I'll, I'll go ahead with the story. So I didn't shoot my first gun till maybe four or five years ago, you know, and the only time I ever knew of having a gun is to go hunting, you know, to go hunting, to go get some game and, and stuff like that. And like I said, I feel like a gun personally, like a shotgun, something like that is – for protection of your home, you know, of your private property, you know, because like I said, when I went to the the, the ranch where, with my friend, he told me, what do you want to shoot first? And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes like, well, I have three. I have a rifle you can shoot. I have a shotgun you can shoot. I have the handgun to shoot. And like, I've never shot a gun ever. So I, I went with the handgun. He goes, like, OK, uh, we're going to walk over here. You're going to aim at this area. I want you to try to shoot that. You know, and as soon as I shot the gun, you know, I didn't know it was going to make a loud noise. My eardrums got popped and I was just like, holy fuck, like, what the fuck? Basically, the point of that story is that it wasn't until I shot a gun to where I kind of learned how to determine. So you got to you got to respect the gun. You know, so after after I shot the gun, like I said, before I shot the gun, I was like, oh, you know, I want a shotgun. You know, I want a P90, you know, uh, an AR, but once I shot the gun, I was just like, okay, maybe I don't need all those extra guns. Maybe I just need something to where, you know, it, it's it's for protection. Now you can protect yourself in any kinds of forms or ways. You know, there's a table that can turn into a shield and bat. You know, mm-hmm. yet humans have that that consistency of fear of the unknown. You know, because. You know, we have cameras installed here in the house and, you know, there we uh, get notification that other things are going around. You never know if somebody, whoever's breaking in your car is going to have a gun or have a knife or have nothing at all. You know, and like I said, I feel like if you have a gun, it's a little bit more of an inti- in, uh, intimidating factor. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, I feel like for you to have a gun, you know, you should at least go for training for it. You know, or because uh, oh for I, sure, yeah. Because I remember, like you know, they asked me. It's just like they they were just like, uh, "Why why would you want a gun when you can just go buy one now? Like, why do you want to go take classes and stuff like that?" And I'm like, maybe because there's something that you know in my head might be okay, but according to laws and regulations, it might not be like correct. You know, like basically, it, it it's kind of like really bad example but like whenever i used to you know indulge in drugs and stuff like that i never really did anything unless i did research on it
1: mm-hmm.
4: you know and i guess that's that's where i'm kind of staring into to where it's just like you know i feel like if i were to have a gun it it would be to protect my family because i talked to my wife and she told me yeah i used to have a shotgun i'm like what it's like yeah i used to have one she never like I said she never had a license for it or anything like that she just went to go buy it you know at the what, what's that store called the the ones academy academy yeah it, you know she's just like yeah and it was right behind the door and that's a perfect example too because like doing pest control i've gone to customers homes and it's different some people have baseball bats behind their doors some people uh, have uh the, what is it, the metal rod uh some people they're not afraid they would have like you know how sometimes you walk in and there's a counter to your right where you throw your keys and stuff. People mm-hmm. have their their guns there. Uh, I went, I did a couple a couple of customers' homes out there, like in the ranch and stuff like that. They had all the guns in the safe, but there was this one room specifically where it was like the gun room. They had so many guns, but I talked to the customer and I'm like, "Why do you have so many?" And she was like, "Oh, well, some of these are for fun, just to shoot. Some of these are to go hunting." you know uh different kinds like go shoot quail and then go hunt deer go hunt elk and i'm like the shotgun behind the door he was like oh that one's just for protection but i keep i keep my uh my glock next to me on the on the on a dresser just in case like i can't get to the shotgun and i'm just like you know that's uh that's reasonable you know but like i said personally again like i want to sound like a broken record i just i would just use it for like self-defense you know because, don't like, I'm not the strongest guy, you know, I can't go out there and, like, come for these niggas and just, like, knock them down, you know, like, foot to face to them and knock them out, you know, because I don't want to, I don't want to, it's the fear of, like I said, not wanting to go out there and be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you know, they have a gun and I have a bat. So. It's just, like I said, that's just my opinion on that question.
1: Okay. Anybody
3: else want to share their thoughts? i say I don't. I don't know. I mean, I just... I'm, uh, I've am held guns, but I don't know. I just never seen the... Uh, for me personally, just never... I don't know. Never thought twice about purchasing one. I just having one for my protection. Like, I don't know. I just never been in a situation where... And it may happen. It, I mean, I don't know. You never know what could happen, but I just mm-hmm. never been in a situation where I feel like is going to get to that level where I need to fucking shoot somebody or something.
1: Yeah. I need it, yeah. That's just me personally. So,
3: uh- And I don't know. I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to sound like I'm fucking the shit or anything. I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't be feeling paranoid about shit like that. Or I don't think twice about somebody breaking into my shit or something like that. Mm. And if they do, it's like, whatever, They don't. they're going to take some shit and, whatever i don't keep important shit in my car so i don't know but like i said you never know what could happen so Mm -hmm. people use the term it's better to be caught you know with one than without one and so you just never know but i just never really i don't know i just never thought about it i've thought like i've thought about buying guns but then when i think about it, i'm like do i really need do i really need that probably not
1: Ms. Saucy? So, uh, starting from the
2: kind of what Sticky said was how, you know, somebody's going to break in, they're going to take your shit, they can fucking have it. I've Mm. had somebody walk into my house while I was there asleep, and my dog started going off. And this Mm. was before I had a weapon, before I had a firearm. And that moment when somebody is standing in your house and they have a brick in their hand, Is absolutely fucking terrifying.
3: Mm. I bet. I mean, I don't doubt that. Like I said, I've just never been in that situation personally, so I can't. And I'm
2: very glad you haven't, because I don't think anybody deserves to have that feeling of, okay, I'm not 100% safe here. This isn't completely safe. Oh, yeah. And so I do own a firearm. I have a Glock, and I did get it legally. I went to a gun store, and I bought it. I took the test that they have you take, which is teaching you uh, basically what's legal, what's safe, how to carry, you know, where you should carry if you have it in your vehicle. They teach you everything. And then you take a test, and if you can't pass that test, you're not getting that gun. And say you pass the test. Here in California, now you have to do a background check. And they're going to check everything out. And it takes like two weeks for a waiting period. You have to wait on top of the background check. And then when you finally get it, I decided to go for a CCW, which is a concealed carry weapon. And that is another class that you sit there and do multiple hours for. And you go and you do target practice. And if you can't hit your target within a certain range, you're not getting your CCW permit. You have to take the mm. class again. Because they want to know that if you are going to carry a weapon on you, you need to know how to use it. You need to know how to be safe to use it. And they also teach you multiple things of how to not have to use it. And this is all taught either by people that are, have taken tests and become Mm. basically like registered to do these or the test that I took was done by a deputy.
0: Yeah. It's usually officers or military uh, people because they know, you know, obviously from practice, they know a lot more about the type of situations and the things that you should and shouldn't do.
2: Yes. And they teach you. um, One example is recently, When I was at work, I was closing, I was taking the trash out, and there was this man, looked super fucking sketchy, and he's got like trash bags in his hands and he's walking down the alleyway. And so I turn around because the uh, person that ran the class for me said that you make sure if you feel uncomfortable, you want to turn around and you want to look at somebody in the eyes. That way you're showing them, I see you, I know that you see that I see you. Mm. And that usually makes people feel like they are not stealthy. They are not going to sneak up on you. Well, I was really glad that that stuck into my memory because I turned, I looked at the guy mm. and then I kept doing the trash. He walked past. I turned around to go walk to my car and I was like, mm, I should probably turn one more time and look. This mm. guy had started walking towards me.
0: You had a real good point. Cause I have heard before, um, when it comes to your weapon, when it comes to, you know, especially the people that get trained, you get the concealed carry training. One of the things that I've always heard, um, and it's not the only thing, there's obviously a lot of rules that apply to carrying a concealed weapon. There's a lot of responsibility when you have a concealed weapon. And one of the things that stuck to me is when you pull that gun You don't pull it to intimidate. Like you said, you're not pulling it to intimidate. That's if you pull that gun, you have to fucking shoot. If you pull that gun, it's not no. Oh, maybe I'll shoot you back up. No, that's because you're at. It's the last, you know, the last thing you're able to do. You've already, like you said, you stared that person down or you you maybe even try to warn them. If they still keep coming at you and you have to pull that gun out, you have to shoot to kill. At that point basically. There is Not- no Well that, that's what I've heard. I've heard that the training they tell you you shoot to kill once you pull the gun out. Yes. There is no because you shouldn't you shouldn't be second guessing, I don't want to kill this person. No. If this person is a threat to you, you better put them down.
2: Yes, but no. Because when I took my class, he brought up Yes, if you feel like you have to shoot somebody you do not want somebody getting up and coming after you after you've already pissed them off because you shot them because you think you can wing somebody in the leg and just wound them you need to shoot to protect yourself but he brought up that anytime that a weapon is drawn start backing Mm -hmm. up Keep your aim on them, but start backing up. Tell them, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to shoot you. I don't want to hurt you. Because sometimes that's not, it's not so much an intimidation factor, but it's letting them know, I have a weapon. If I Mm -hmm. have to defend myself, I will, but I don't want to. Because no mentally stable person is like, oh man, I can't wait to use this. I can't wait to shoot somebody and kill somebody. Mm. mentally stable people don't do that and oh, so yeah. that's why it is a last resort and like how sticky was saying you know he doesn't feel a need to have a weapon absolutely don't get one then
1: oh, yeah. i
2: never would push for somebody that is not comfortable or does just doesn't want one doesn't feel like they need one absolutely go with your gut because you don't want to get it just because you think you might need it mm. and then be- have to second guess yourself when you're in that situation of what should I do
0: right yeah you can end up with some horrible legal shit even if you thought you were just defending yourself but if you did something wrong that you know is not the baseline of how you should have protected yourself there is a time that you might have to pay for that it's just so many it's so much to consider to be honest when you have a gun it's not just I have a gun, I'm going to protect myself. There's a lot of things that you have to consider.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you have to ask yourself, too, when you're... I had to ask myself and think about it for a while, that if I got into a situation where it was my life is threatened, would I be willing to protect myself? Because otherwise, I'm putting a gun in a situation where somebody who's already obviously not mentally stable, not emotionally stable and is acting out violently towards me, I'm putting mm. a gun in that situation.
0: And it's it's kind of escalating the situation further yeah. at that point. Yeah.
2: Because if I pull a gun on somebody to protect myself and I feel like I cannot do that, I'm mm. now having a gun out. The person that is attacking me now seems to carry a weapon. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's also a thought you have to have before you're even willing to, because I got my CCW and I didn't even start carrying immediately with it. And I took a little bit of time just to make sure that if I wanted to carry with it, that that would be something I would be comfortable, competent and calm doing.
0: Mm. I mean, you, you obviously, uh, sound like a very, you're very sensible when it comes to these, these things. Um, I don't have any percentage, but you know, you're always, you're obviously always going to have that bad egg. Even they go through that training, they get the whole CCW thing, but it just seems like they do more harm than good with it because, again, I'm not saying it's a lot of people. I'm not, I, I don't even have a percentage on how many people, but it for sure happens, unfortunately. They get these guns and they don't get it for the right reasons.
2: And there's also people that will get a firearm, and they will get it for the right reason. And then they could go through severe trauma. They could have something that caused PTSD. Their Mm
1: -hmm. chemical
2: balances in their brain could go off. And, you know, they are not in the same state of mind that they were when they first got their weapon. Should
3: there be, like, um... Do you guys have to how many times do you need to take a test like you don't have to keep um repeatedly taking tests every two
2: yep which okay. I think is absolutely reasonable mm. I mean, it is an inconvenience, don't get me wrong this shit's expensive i think
3: that's I think that's the right thing to do though is yeah, people should definitely yeah. should keep going through like if somebody owns a gun, you need to like mental evaluations and shit like that needs it needs to be done. Like you say, it would prevent a lot of shit like that from happening, for sure.
2: And also that I forgot to add was that when I got my CCW, before I even got it approved, I had to meet with the sheriff of the county that I live in and explain why I think I need a weapon.
1: Oh, shit.
2: Why, and basically just doing letting allowing him to do a ju- uh, judge of character yeah. <clears throat> on each person in this county that wants a weapon or a fire or a ccw sorry
0: so th- this is why i brought up um you know where you're from uh, california because in texas you you don't need none of that
3: it and that's my problem with it it's like i feel like the the laws all should just kind of be with as far as the guns go it sh- should be like what you're saying that you go through where you need to take these fucking tests you need to meet with a sheriff and they need to ask you, why do you feel you need a weapon and stuff like that? Yeah, that should
0: happen. That definitely should happen. Unfortunately, in Texas, you know, red state. Um, and I'm not just going to walk around state, with a fucking
3: but, rifle, which is, like I said, that's kind of excessive. But
0: I think uh, to bring it back a little bit to this, to the um, the guy that, you know, he, he did the Uvalde shooting. He literally bought two ARs on was it on his fucking birthday birthday, yeah yeah and they just let him he was 18 okay here you go it's your birthday go ahead two ars now these aren't these aren't the ars that he used and i'm still kind of confused about what he used where he got it from but i know that the two ars is not what he used but obviously he he had a potential to probably use them um i think they he still had them at home for some reason, but. I mean, two fucking ARs. When you're 18, you have no other reason, you know, to own that shit other than obviously he was just flexing. He his whole Instagram was full of a lot of flex. His DMs to to people was full of a lot of flex, talking about how he got these guns or he's gonna buy these guns. So he was just he was just buying it just for the fuck of it, just because he could. He had the opportunity to
3: um so another topic right there because it's like at that point he should have been on some type of fucking i don't know somebody should have been watching him should have been on some watch list like something
0: well yeah. I, I think the only reason he wasn't is because that is so common in texas like saucy said and they do that in cali because it's just they they're not allowing shit to go down like that but in texas it's so common that it probably didn't even it probably didn't even register to anybody even though I bet you the person that sold him those guns kind of feels a type of way about it. But to him, it was just a regular fucking business day. Cause Texas.
4: Yep. Yeah, right. They they lowered the age to 18, right? To buy a gun instead of 21.
0: No, I think it's always it's been always 18. been 18. 21 is a shotgun, I believe.
3: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's um, that's
3: Bro, even that's... then that's just crazy to me. Like, I don't know. Damn, like I I said, have had had feelings
2: stick, yeah. on that, because people that grow up with firearms in the house generally, they're not curious because it hasn't been hidden from them. And you know, a lot of kids that get injured or
1: injured somebody
2: else, yeah, have accidents. It's because, and I'm not trying to put blame whatsoever, but I personally feel like when you have a firearm and you have it hidden away, tucked away, never let the kids see it. They don't get to learn gun safety, whereas if you're like, this is what this is, take Mm -hmm. them out, give them the correct gear, let them target shoot, and let them learn. This is what this can do. This is why we don't play with it. It's not a toy. It is a tool. Mm -hmm.
3: Now you're Mm -hmm. 100% right. My dad did that to me when he first became a cop. He literally unloaded his gun and everything, put it in my hands. And he's like, I don't ever want you to be curious and like try to Mm -hmm. go touch my gun belt. And this isn't a toy yeah i want you to see how this feels and it's all that he was just walking me and telling me about it and stuff and like i say from that point i just felt like it and maybe that's why i feel this way but i just i never felt the need to even pick one up like i like i said i picked some up recently in the past like i have through the years i was growing up but i don't know just never occurred to me to go out and get one myself but yeah Yeah. but you're right you're 100 percent right about that like Like you say, if people would educate their kids more on that type of stuff, then... I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't be curious like that. Maybe there wouldn't be a bunch of accidents of people shooting themselves in the head or shooting their parents and stuff like that. So.
2: Yeah. and I, But at the same time, like, so I feel like people that either... Like, for myself, we live in a very rural rural area. Mm -hmm. So... We've got mountain lions. We've got bears, coyotes, bobcats. Mm. We got all kinds of lions, tigers, bears. Except that, we in the boonies, so it ain't all that.
4: Sounds like a hardcore band.
2: <laughs> and so a lot of like teenagers around here, young teenagers, they know how to shoot a weapon. They know how to. They know how. They just know how to hunt. They know how to protect their home, their livestock.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, I am all for it. I think that it should be absolutely allowed. I think hunting rifles should be allowed for kids that are, you know, around eighteen, maybe a little bit younger, because kids are going hunting. They're hunting with their family. They're bringing in food for their family, fill in the freezer. I absolutely agree with that. But for a CCW, I think 25. Because when you're 18, your brain isn't fully developed.
0: Yeah. Fact. Well, that, that's, that's what I was going to say. I was going to kind of counter. I was going to counter a little bit of what you said. Um, I get it. It's okay. You know, teenagers knowing how to shoot a gun and defend themselves. But I don't think the responsibility should ever fall to a teenager to have to think that you know, this is your responsibility to do something. I think for sure, it's it's better for him to be prepared. But I don't think the parents should try to like be like, "Oh, this is what you ha- this this gun is because you have to try to protect this and that." Honestly, obviously, as a last resort, yes. But I don't think it's something that should be put in their head because, again. Teenagers w- will make a brash decision, and and maybe it's something that wasn't even a threat. But because they were told that you know you have to defend, you have to use this to defend, they might try to use it, and they might use it in the wrong instance. Which yeah. I mean has been seen uh, a lot before too. Um, and I don't but mean I d-
2: defending yourself against other humans. I'm more of talking like when you're out hunting, you're out in the middle of oh,
1: you know okay. you're
2: hiking, defending yourself against wildlife. All because right. we, like I said, we got bears around here. They're big.
0: Oh, if shit. i big. Out,
2: They do not give a shit. Yeah,
0: they take way more shots than a human.
2: Here. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily mean personal defense against a human. I meant defending yourself and your, like, people take their hunting dogs and mm. you know, just protect yourself from Mother Nature. Not so much. Yeah.
4: yeah, and I can I can follow up with that too, because uh whenever I went hunting uh with my friend, he goes like, Look, uh it's like I would like to for me to give you a rifle and allow you to shoot, but considering that you just shot your first pistol, you know, it's not safe. Another thing too, like I gotta carry a gun on me because there's wild boars out here, there's javelinas out here. You know, and they will charge at you and they will hurt. Oh,
0: Those motherfuckers will, are it. dangerous, bro. Yeah.
4: And they're like, Oh, you thought So that's the reason why I gotta carry a gun. You know, I get it that you know, you cause I, I, I was I had fun. I'm like when I shot the gun, I was just like, Can I throw out the whole clip? I was like, Yeah, go for it. And I just fucking just, you know, un- unloaded the magazine. I was just like, Cool, that's 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 really fun. You know, I, I learned to respect the weapon and his I I even talked about it with his grandpa because his grandpa was, like, a, a U.S. Army uh, ranger. You know, he was, yeah, he was, he was like, really old school military. But he told mm. me, he was, he was just like, junior, he's just, like, what? Is this the first time you shoot a gun? And I'm, like, yeah. And just, like, what you think? And I'm, like, well, it's loud. He was, like, yeah, mijo. And I was, like, how do you feel? It's, like, you feel different about having one now, right? And I'm, like, yeah. it's like yeah there's something called respecting respecting the weapon Mm -hmm. you know and it's something that you you learn you know either they teach you or you learn through experience but like i said we 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 got on the on the four-wheeler and stuff and we were driving around and yeah he had his uh his um his handgun with him but his grandpa told me it's just like it's just like the reason why he has a gun is because ever since he was 10 years old We've been bringing him out here every year to go hunting, and he knows what to do. He's he's 24 years old now, you know, but he didn't like. We didn't trust him to have his own gun till it was maybe you know 19 or 20, you know, because he wanted to go out there and hunt himself, so, you know. Because sometimes you go up to those posts and you sit up there, you know, you wait for the the game to just you know walk up, you know, to the feeder, and then you shoot him. But, yeah, he, he also told me, he's like, you know, dude, there's javelins out here like crazy. And I did want to mention this other story, too. So, going back to the whole AR things and whatnot, um, my friends, I like, guess so, my friend's sister, her boyfriend, he owned, like, three ARs. And he tells me, he's just like, he's just like yeah, dude, it's just like, I've, I've gone boar hunting. And I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, but we don't eat them. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't need them he goes like yeah so me me and my buddies uh what is it we uh we go to this place somewhere and uh, we take our guns and then we trap a whole bunch of like wild javelinas because so in texas the javelina is considered a pest just because mm-hmm. it's yeah yeah just because they're super so invasive ma- right yeah they're yeah. Just, there's just so
0: are just so as fuck
4: And he's saying that what they would do is they would go and they would trap them all in a circle pit, you know, and then they would unload, they would unload their guns on them. And I was just like, at that point, like, you're just shooting for fun, you know, and you're just, you're not really hunting, you're just doing, you're just making a like mass massacre, you know, Mm -hmm. on on them. And yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, he's like, I'm excited. I'm gonna go like next month with my friends. You know, we all got new toys, we got we all got new stuff we're gonna try out and whatnot. And uh we have like night vision goggles and stuff like that. And I'm over here like, Bro, I would never need night vision goggles unless I'm like trying to look at the stars or like an eclipse, you know, <laughs> or just be aware of stuff. So mm-hmm. like I said, it 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 go it links back to where, you know, you asked us what would our four like founding founders think about that, you know? And going back to I feel like, you know, having a rifle and stuff like that it like I've always known to have a weapon to go hunting you know and then like I said there's other there's different ways to hunt it's just a rifles a a, a good efficient way depending on what you're hunting because mm-hmm. if you're shooting elk you, you need a different kind of like firepower if you're shooting deer and just normal buck you know that's that's a that's a normal rifle I think with like I said like ducks and quails and like like I said
0: mm-hmm. I, I got a little I got a little bit of a rebuttal on that because um in our history we we're known as hunters and uh, do you know what the natives used to hunt with? And they would hunt the same shit. The motherfuckers would even hunt mammoths. And all they needed was a the arrow. That's all they needed. Bow and arrow.
2: But at the same time with that you have to think of how many were injured or killed on hunting trips,
1: too. Oh, a shitload.
0: Yeah, because that's like... Especially with the bigger animals, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's super impressive. Do not get me wrong whatsoever. That is impressive. And to think of how much time they had to practice and build their skill up is absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah. Is is honestly um, the gun is honestly just more convenient I don't think it's necessary but it's definitely convenient to hunt with but you can hunt with with. Uh, technically you can hunt with a bow and arrow and still <laughs> I mean you'll still be able to kill it, I, you, it, I've seen videos you know I used to watch the fucking hunting videos and these motherfuckers will hunt some big ass fucking elk and with just a bow and arrow, but it is definitely more convenient, obviously to have a big ass gun with you and be able to just one shot, take them out. Yeah.
4: I mean, say they with the bow and arrow though, but like I said, that that's just mad skill, man. You know, one thing I, I will say that I've seen with the bow and arrow that looks like fun is uh fishing, you know, I've seen, I've seen oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. That shit looks like fun. Cause you're just out there in the water and, you know, when you're shooting in the water, is eighty ninety percent of the time there's no people there. <laughs> you know, What I've seen that people just do that. They'll just like uh, they'll flashlight them or whatever. They'll they'll get the
0: oh stun them, yeah,
4: yeah. And then the, you'll shoot them with the bow and arrow. And I'm just like, that's pretty cool. But same thing too. Like I said, bow and arrow is is oh man. That's you have to be super efficient because like the thing about one of the Boras do is they they bathe in mud, so they can have like a like a. Armor, shell. yeah, really? a little shell, and it, you have to hit them right between, like the or like it's different for every animal. But for them, I learned that you got to hit them between, right behind the armpit, the left armpit, where the heart is at. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, have you ever like? I'm like, I asked my friend, I'm like, have you ever caught one? He's like, I shot one, but then I didn't kill him, and then I had to finish him off with the pistol. Oh, you know? shit! But. Like, that was just my little spiel on like the whole hunting. You know, like mm. I said, it's like I said, the guy, the my friend's sister's boyfriend. Like I thought, for me, he, he just kind of came off as like a, a a gun junkie. You know, a gun, a gun nut. They call him. You know, he's just say, like, oh, you know, I just I'm just gonna buy better guns so I can just go, you know, shoot a whole bunch of like javelinas. You know, but fuck, like mm-hmm. you know. Personally, like I said, I, I would just go, I've always wanted to go hunting, you know, I've always wanted to, you know, go out there, camouflage, stay at a place early in the morning, you know, use a, use a, a call or whatever. And yeah, get, get, get yeah, shoot, shoot a deer and take it home and mm. you know get some, I know, I know this is going to be funny, but get some deer sausage, you know you know, get some, some ribs and stuff. Cause it tastes really good. It, it it really does taste really good. Cause he went to go shoot a couple of little hogs, like a little couple of swines. And he taught me how, how like how to, what is it? Skin them, how to clean them, where to cut them. Oh, yeah. And then we made them the next day. And I was like, bro, this, this is probably like one of the greatest, like pieces of meat I've had in a while. It's you rich. know, for, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with, um, what is it? Um, a, a quick side story. My, dad's boss he would go hunting and one day he brought us a fat ass like boy like it was it was it was weird because it looked like it had like orange yellow fur on it so i'm not sure what it was but it was big and i remember what is it We we, we chopped it all up into small pieces and put it in the freezer and mm. we were eating we were eating that for about almost like two months
0: God, damn you know?
4: yeah because i mean it was crazy too because like i asked my dad, i'm like i'm like when the heck? We're like where the fuck did you learn how to cut you know like a freaking boy like that you know like what did you learn to do that he was like oh you know it's just something i was taught when i was young you know and mm-hmm. i was like what and like in mexico he's like yeah you know sometimes you know your grandma wouldn't have money for food and you know we lived in a we lived in a ranch and there was like a little forest back there and every now and then you'll see a couple hogs run by and you know me and my uncle me and your uncles we would you know we would go get some and just you know have them for dinner you mm-hmm. know and like we would, we would, we would eat a whole bunch of like pork chops and beans, you know, because we were poor. And I was just like, "Son of a bitch," you know, like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and like so- I, I, I do like, I do like that California does that for guns, because like I said, out here, like and like. I go to pawn shops, and in pawn shops, I see a whole bunch of, like... I saw a pink, like, scar-looking Fortnite gun in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and nice. I was just like...
4: I was like, why would someone, like, need that, you know? And it's just like, it's pink, you know? And then, you know, I like going to pawn shops and look at the guns, but I never really want to buy one because I'm just like, no, this been lost to somebody else. There's, like, fingerprints on there. You don't know if it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, this,
0: I mean, but...
3: They, the thing Scrap, like, I'm pretty sure they check for yeah if it has fucking bodies or some shit on it.
0: Maybe, unless it's a, one of them weird-ass pawn shops.
3: The black market hey,
4: pawn,
0: like mm-hmm. pawn shop. Yeah, like some under-super-sketchy pawn shop. Yeah.
3: But I got a question. Yeah, exactly. I got a quick yeah, question. I was
0: gonna say, um yeah, um yeah I know everybody's got a point, so I, I really, you know, it would be cool everybody brings up uh, their points, things that they wanted to bring up, and uh, you know, like Sticky said, he's got he's got a question out. So uh, I know you got a couple of points too, Sticky. So you know, it'd be cool. You bring them up.
3: Uh, I mean, I I was just gonna say. Um, so do y'all think that this is just something that we just have to? I don't know. I'm just saying, as far as I guess shootings go and shit like that. Mass shootings and shit. there's something we just need to get used to as um American people? Like it's just a part of our culture and our country now.
2: I think I feel, to... Sorry, go ahead.
3: I just feel like it's not maybe and maybe we just don't hear about it, but just don't feel like this really happens like this in, in anywhere else besides here. Like we we I don't know. I just feel like that's it's a big problem here. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry.
2: I was going to say, I think we need to stop looking so much at guns being the issue and look at the mental health, because I did some research on why mass shooters, like why, just why, mm-hmm. and I found an article talking about two prof- professors that found what created Two Professors Found What Creates a Mass Shooter, Will Politicians Pay Attention, is the title of it. And it literally brings up, at some point, throughout that article, because they were asking, what is, what's the link? Like, what causes these to happen? And they said there's a, because they did, they did interviews on uh, some of the mass shooters that are still alive, because as we seen in the news every time this happens it's either suicide by cop suicide on themselves or just some form of their final act is them being dead getting killed and they said that there's a consistent pathway because they interviewed them and it's early childhood trauma seems to be the foundation whether violence in the home sexual assault parent parental suicides, extreme bullying. And then you see them building towards hopelessness, despair, isolation, self-loat- self-loathing, and oftentimes rejection from peers. And if mm. we can, like, especially, and I would say teachers, but it is not the teacher's job to sit here and point out stuff that isn't correct. It is everybody, the family, the, and I don't mean the direct, just the parents, all of the family. How many times have you heard of people that are getting, that are beating their kids? The aunts know, the uncles know, the grandparents know, and nobody does shit. Mm. Something needs to happen to where these kids are growing up already in such an unstable mental, physical, and emotional balance, and their welfare for their own mental state is absolutely through the door. I think we need to take such a deep look into mental health and start putting funding towards that instead of just putting one or two counselors per school and being like, all right, have fun with these thousands of kids. We need people that are, and I'm not saying that these, these counselors in the schools are, are bad. They fucking save so many kids, but they can't save them all. Right. We just need more towards mental health. I feel like. Versus I'm right there. with
1: you.
0: There, there's more, there's more guys. prisons. There's more prisons in America than mental institutes.
3: Yep. Yes. And then next is, that is fuck. Like everybody can't afford fucking, um, uh, therapy or counseling and shit yeah. like that. shit's expensive. So that's the fuck. That's the fucked up part about it.
2: So I just think we need to. I mean, look at. Okay, so our parents—how many of them were like, "Okay, well, you're depressed. Just suck it up."
3: Yeah, it up, man. I up. told my parents that when I was um, in school, and my dad kind of looked at me crazy, like, like you yeah. said, just toughen up. Like, the fuck? What do you have to worry about?
2: Yeah. So I think the generations that are coming—that we have a we have an understanding. We all grew up through so many traumatic events. That a lot of us are fucked up. And I'm not saying it in a bad way because a lot of us were able to learn. All right, this is mental instability. We got to figure this out. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm stressed out. Let's figure this out. Versus, oh, I'm stressed out. Bobble it up. Tuck that shit down. Don't show shit. Mm -hmm. And so I think the generations that are to come are going to be more aware and willing to help and have less bad stigma against poor mental health because they're going to know that if we keep letting people's mental health go to shit violence is only going to come. like that's only the only solution for not solution, outcome it's the only outcome from people that are pent up have no release <coughs> have no no rock in their life that is able to show them what stability is mm. So I hope it isn't what we just need to get used to and that we can learn from it.
0: It's going to be, I I think uh, when it comes to that, it's going to be hard to get to the point of um, trying to get past this because there's so much available. Obviously, like what you saw from this Uvalde shooter, that, that gun was just so accessible to him. If he had, Okay, if he had that hate, if he had that, you know, in him from childhood, the gun was like a tool to be able to, and the gun did so much. The gun does so much damage. Um, It's not a situation where, uh, it's one of those situation like that saying says: "It's not the gun that kills people; it's people that kill people." But the unfortunate truth is that the gun is so readily available. For somebody that's going through something like that, because everybody in the world goes through something like that. But it seems like America is about the only place where a kid can go get a gun and do something horrible with it. Everywhere else, it's it's not seen, especially not with a gun. Yes, there are mass killers out in the world, but they have a little bit of a tougher time you need you a know, blunt
3: object or a fucking knife or something. Or...
0: Yeah, they have more of a tougher time trying to kill as many people as we see here in America. And that's because of how readily available the weapons are. Oh, God. Was that great?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. She sent the. Oh, okay.
2: a screenshot just showing that we aren't the worst. We aren't even in top ten.
0: And shout out to Salvador, I'm Salvadorian.
1: <laughs> Man. All nah, right. We are yeah, not even top 10,
2: But before I add this next one in, uh, for the listeners, I just added a link of countries with the highest rates of violent gun deaths or homicides per mm-hmm. 100,000 residents, and this was in 2019. United States is nowhere on the top 10. While I'm searching for this list, if somebody wanted to read those off for me.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and read them. Um so it says, yeah, countries with the highest rates of violent gun death, um, parentheses, homicides per hundred K residents in twenty nineteen. We have uh Chile's people. No, I'm joking. We have El Salvador. <laughs> <with> <laughs> Thirty-six point seven eight. Uh second is Venezuela, which is thirty-three point two seven uh guatemala 29.06 colombia and fourth uh 26.36 and fifth we have brazil 21.93 uh in sixth we have the bahamas 21.52 in seventh which is honduras which is 20.15 and eighth we have the u.s virgin islands 19.4 in ninth, we have Puerto Rico, which is 18.1. And then 10th, surprisingly, we have Mexico at 16.4. So that's, that's actually...
0: that's low-cost people.
4: Yeah, that... <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so these next two screenshots that I added, <laughs> I added both because I wanted to show that this is combined. So in the second picture, it's countries with the highest total gun deaths, all causes that includes suicide. And the mm-hmm. United States is right there at number two.
1: Suicide? And,
2: yes. And conveniently, the highest rate for firearm related suicide, United States is at number two. Mm-hmm. So mental health is very important. Take care of your brain. Take care of
4: yourself. And that's with guns too. That's crazy because I thought Japan was gonna be up there too, but because you know there's that forest where people go and literally just go kill themselves in.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh hmm So it's that forest? Yeah. Um.
4: Yeah, but I mean, now that I kind of look at it, they don't really use guns to take their life. They
3: use use something it's else. Really hard for them to get guns over there.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think, I mean, this this uh, list obviously shows that we're not, when it comes to gun violence, or gu- like it says here, rates of violent gun death or homicides uh, per 100K residents, um, it just shows how dangerous uh, guns are because if you look at, um, I don't know if there's a list with, you know, uh, personal weapons like I know Salvador they use a lot of machetes a lot of it's probably not even anywhere close to that
1: yeah it just, I've heard-
0: it just shows how dangerous a gun can be um especially in these type of country and the thing is these countries obviously are very poor um I mean maybe something like Brazil but they have issues Colombia I'm not too sure about I know personally in Salvador is a very very poor country that's why a lot of people resort to this type of violence and again um these violent gun deaths these guns are obviously they're getting them in illegal ways i don't even know what the laws are over there about uh you know when it comes to guns i have no clue but i'm pretty sure but i'm not gonna say 100 percent. i'm not you know i don't hold no statistics but most of gu- these guns are acquired illegally, and it just shows like the damage. Uh, yeah, obviously, the damage that a gun can use. I I want to see like the comparison be- between the gun death to like wh- what would you call the other like a uh, melee weapon or something
3: like a blunt blunt instrument. Blunt yeah, I want to see what the knife.
0: difference would be between just using a machete and a gun. Are see you how it pulp compares
2: or like. People
0: using it for suicides, no, no, no. for the for the like uh, homicide, but using a blunt object, using like a I wonder how big the difference is if if there is a difference. I wonder if there's a list like that that would be cool to see that too, to see how it compares
1: But, yeah, we're, we're I think it should be not... tough..
3: Man. I just think it should be. I mean, and I hate to keep harping back on that. but. I don't know, of course, criminals are going to get shit illegally all the time, but just need to make it more difficult for people to get their hands on shit like that. So, yeah.
0: What well, I think that's the that's the biggest part of the debate is um, if we make it more difficult for people to get guns, acquire them legally, is that going to make it easier for people that get illegal guns? Is it going to make it easier for them to do these type of things? And that's part of the debate, too, because if we out if we outlaw the let's say let's just hypothetically say we outlaw all guns for anybody that's trying to get them legally, obviously there's still gonna be people doing it illegally yeah, so who's course. who's gonna be able to stop them and I think that's that's where the debate gets really heated because i mean how how do we prove how do we prove that? More good people having guns equals less. I mean, is is that has that ever been proven? If you give as many people that are quote unquote good, is that gonna stop is that really gonna stop anything? Do you think that stops something?
1: Nah. I don't know. It's just
4: well, It's just, I feel like you could be a good person, you could be a bad person, but you can still have mental health issues, you know, and then it's, it's a double-edged sword, man, because, you know, there are some good people who are stable, but there's also, like I said, good people who are unstable, you know, their actions might speak a honest, genuine person, but their mental health can be, you know, a dark cloud. You know, and like I said, mm-hmm. with, with that being said, like my friend, like we were talking, and he tells me, it's just like, oh, he's like, I can't get a gun. I'm like, why? He's like, dude, because of my mental health. It's was just like he's just like, you already know how I am. I get my dark cloud that comes in in and out. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, I can't have a gun because I also have anger issues, but my mental health acts up too, and. Mm-hmm. It's not. i'm not saying that they wouldn't let me have a gun it's just like i know that i shouldn't have a gun because i don't know what i would do with it i don't know if i'm gonna have a bad day one day and just go off the rails you know because yeah. that's why you know no matter what like i'm never gonna have a firearm around my house even if i have to protect my family you know just because of how i know myself and how i can be you know
0: so i'm a i'm a, um i'm gonna do how can I put this um I know saucy you' I appreciate the statistics, they're they're definitely coming in clutch. you did homework I don't have too many to, I, I honestly I don't have any statistics, but um looking at that first one, you know the countries with the highest rate of violent gun death i mean i'm I'm glad. And th- this is one of the issues, too. I'm glad that we're obviously not number one, because that just means that we're, you know, if we were on the on really we yeah. one. Yeah, right. yeah. But I think a-, a lot of people use these places to compare. It's kind of like the Chicago thing. A lot of people said, well, look at Chicago. At the end of the day, even though Salvador is number one in the most violent gun deaths, I don't think that justifies that. What happened, regardless? This shouldn't have happened at all, especially, you know, and obviously we're kind of biased. We live in America. This just shouldn't have happened at all. I'm not saying that we should be number whatever. We should be last on this list because there's things, you know, there's obviously always going to be people out there that are trying to do harm. At the same time, I don't think. Presenting like other places or presenting like Chicago, look at Chicago, look at how bad Chicago is, or Detroit. It still doesn't justify the fact that this is something that shouldn't have happened
1: at all oh, you're right. you know what I mean, And
0: if you and again, I'm not I'm not. But I'm gonna just say it. If you look at most of these countries, that these motherfuckers are, this is third world countries. They, they're, it's, they're not gonna have no mental health institutions like we have the ability to. I think that the issue is that we're, you know, we we claim to be the number one, and I I don't hate America in any way. I live here, I love this place. I don't want to live in El Salvador. Obviously, looking at this list. Because I would have probably been one of these statistics. But it just sucks that we put ourselves so high up on, on being the number one superpower. Why the fuck can't we have any mental health institutions for people? Why can't we figure this out? Of course El Salvador is going to have so many homicide rates. They don't have the fucking funds to be able to do anything about this. Yeah, it's bad. Dude. It's horrible. Yeah. We can't we can't compare ourselves to El Salvador because this is two America and El Salvador are two completely different places. El Salvador is just it's it's a beautiful don't get me wrong it's a beautiful place I love it when I go I don't ever feel like I'm in danger but at the same time I'm not there twenty four seven. I've heard a lot of stories from people there you know and they they suffered through it and at the same time this is a place in the eighties they it was civil war there so a lot of these a lot of those 80 kids grew up with war so it makes sense that their mentality is so fucked up. We had a civil war here too um but this was it wasn't in the eighties it was a long as time ago so I don't think um these lists i I understand these lists but I don't think they excuse the fact that this should have happened at all. Yeah, just, like the, just like just uh, like Greg Abbott, he said, oh, you know, he's the one that called out the Chicago. I think I have a tweet where he talked about the Chicago thing. He mentioned Chicago and a lot of people were mad because it's like mm-hmm. you're using a scapegoat. Yes, Chicago is bad, but that doesn't mean we can't fix Texas. I was going to
4: get forward.
2: Yeah, we can't. We have the ability to. Let me backtrack a little bit. These lists weren't saying, like, okay, well, we're not on top 10. We're good. We're fine. Look, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're, everything's great. It was mm-hmm. more of these countries, like you pointed out, these countries do not have the mental institutions, the funding, the ability to help people with their mental health. Yeah. But. And that shows in the one bringing up or the list bringing up the oh, the firearm related suicide.
0: Yeah, it's true. You're right. It
2: shows right there. We are number two. We have the funding, we have the ability. Why aren't we using it?
0: Okay, what's, what's, okay, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit. What the fuck is going on in Greenland? 16.36 firearm related suicides. That's, was that more than double than us? Holy shit! I don't, I don't know. got like, I, Greenland, I, what the? Fuck?
2: And this is also in 2019. I want to remind of that too, or yeah, to bring that yeah, back to yeah, yeah. the listeners that can't see these lists that we're looking at. These are not, you know, during COVID when I am absolutely, unfortunately, willing to bet that our suicide rates went up through COVID. Oh, yeah. People were locked down. They were sad. They're
0: had no outlet oh for sure but yeah i just i just wanted to bring that up and again it was just you know it's part of the discussion i just mm-hmm. because i do hear that a lot especially with what uh abbott said where he mentioned chicago he mentioned this the statistic of chicago <sighs> what the fuck is it that he said specifically i need i need to look it up but uh, obviously a lot of people were. Very, very disappointed in him saying that because it's like you're you're comparing you comparing two things. You, you're like, it's like, well, look, look at this place. What about them? That just because you're looking at something else doesn't justify. It's like if I do something wrong and then I'm like, well, I you can't say this to me. Look at this other person. They did something worse. It's like, yeah, but you still fucked up. You still did the wrong, you know, you still did the fucking crime. Let me let me look up the quote, the Greg Abbott quote real quick.
1: Uh,
4: Receipts.
1: Yeah, I didn't prepare too much at all.
4: That's no, not good, but I mean, like, yeah. Seeing the statistics, this, this, that's why I'm kind of quiet because I'm just kind of going through them, and I'm just like, "That's those are those are the facts, right there." Those are, you know, and those are really good points too because you know we <laughs> we have the resources, you know, to like be able to provide people those those tools, you know, that they need, you know, for for their own health
0: okay so he says um there are quote real gun laws in chicago abbott said i hate to say this but there are more people who are shot every weekend in chicago than there are in schools in texas and we need to realize that people who think that well maybe if we just implement tougher gun laws is going to solve it chicago and la and disprove that thesis So how do y'all feel about what
3: Mr. Abbott said? just not trying to take accountability for what the fuck happened. That's what I feel like.
4: Yeah, it sounds like he's just trying to, like, point the blame somewhere else. Like, you know, like, oh, well, you know, look at Chicago. Look look at what's going on over there, you know? And, yeah, it's like, like I said, I, I did mention earlier that Beto came out and he called him out, you know, and one of the things he told him is that you you need to be accountable for what you've done for this state, you know? Which, mm. you know, him coming out can, can go two ways, you know? It can go to the way where, like, you know, Beto's actually, you know, trying to get something accomplished, trying to make make, make a point. And the other approach is, like, oh, you know, he just did that out of a, a political stunt because he... I feel like he, they're going...
3: But that's the thing with the... The fucking governors and shit—they're gonna—they're gonna play the political game regardless. Like they—they're gonna do that regardless of what the fuck happens. Like they're yeah. gonna come out and try to make it sway it, swear somebody's gonna vote in their favor, even if they don't believe what the fuck they're saying. So, I don't know. But yeah, I just feel like—I don't know. I just feel like he's just—I don't know. Like I said, the it could, there's multiple issues here, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I just feel like he, you don't like nobody. He don't want to just come out and say that we like like we're saying it's a mental health thing. Maybe we need to. People just need. And maybe I'm just being a cheap ass, but people need like fucking some type of like free health care. Like we need everybody needs therapy. A lot of people need fucking therapy. A lot of people need to go sit down and talk to somebody and get shit out. Because like you said earlier, we all have issues. We all have shit that we're going through. But I don't know. Like I say, I just feel like. It's never gonna be solved, honestly. Mm. Like I just feel like it's something, unfortunately, that we're just gonna keep seeing, and it's probably gonna get worse and worse.
1: Hmm. I wanna. um,
0: Oh my bet.
3: I was just gonna say, there's no. There's just really like I can keep saying the gun laws here in Texas are excessive, but I don't think it's gonna ever change. Even if people are voting for it, I don't think it's gonna change. I don't think. They're going to put a ban on fucking people carrying around assault rifles or. making mm. Make the guns, gun laws more stricter and shit. But yeah, that's just me personal.
1: OK, so. um,
0: I know, Saucy, you said you had you also had. Did, did you have more points to want to add in any topics or topics, or uh, more discussion points?
2: Um, I just wanted to add in how you brought up earlier about if people good people carrying firearms can outweigh the bad people carrying firearms. Oh, yeah, uh, that link or the screenshot that I just posted where it's just a Facebook post, so it's nothing mm-hmm. solid or factual. It is somebody telling their viewpoint. And it's saying, the Texas school shooting was horrible. This man is one of the Border Patrol's most elite agents trained to kill. News doesn't want to talk about him much, but he deserves his recognition. His wife is a teacher, and his daughter, named Jada, was also in the school. He sat down for a haircut with his barber when he got a text from his wife saying, there's an active shooter, I love you. He jumped up, grabbed a gun, and went right to the school. And the police couldn't do anything. They needed a new plan. That's when he showed up. They, mm-hmm. He went right into the school, saved his wife, hugged his daughter as other officer, officers escorted them out of the school safely. He didn't stop when it was, when his own family was saved. This man was first in the line of fire, no hesitation. Cleared out every fucking wing of the school. Got to the mm-hmm. room where the shooter was, went through the door, and killed the shooter. This mm-hmm. man was a hero, had the skills and balls to break through the door and kill the shooter when all the other officers couldn't and i know it's just one person Mm -hmm. but there are people like that that are willing to put their lives to protect multiple others
0: excuse me sorry yeah i mean big big shout out to i know uh, he doesn't just need a shout out he needs a lot more but all i can give him at this point is just a, a shout out it's he he did I mean, like it says on there, he's a true fucking hero. That's exactly what he, that's exactly what I would want to be done, you know, especially if something God forbid would happen over here where my daughter goes to elementary school. I mean, I, I would literally all my life to this man, it is a fucking hero.
2: And as sticky jumping topics back and forth, sorry. As Sticky had pointed out with the gun control, as inconvenient, like we said before, that it is, because let me tell you, when I want to go in and buy something new, I would love to walk out that day with it, but I absolutely understand and agree with the point of, it takes time. Get the background check. Make sure I'm stable. Make sure I'm not a criminal. Make sure I don't have warrants. Absolutely do that. And I also wanted to add that even when you, in California, when you buy ammunition, you have to get another background check, which this one doesn't take two weeks. Holy shit. But they are checking for warrants. They are checking for that you're not a criminal. And they're checking to make sure that you have your firearm, you have it licensed to you in your address. You have, if you have a CCW, your CCW is licensed to you. And your address. Mm-hmm. I've, since I got my CCW, I've had to pay three times to get my address changed for it. And that's $60 each. Please. My firearm, remember we're in California, so it should be expensive, <laughs> was like $600. My class that I had to take for my CCW was $80. Mm-hmm. The license for my CCW... Was 120 The live scan, which is a, the digital thumbprint and fingerprinting. That was, I think it was like $25, $30. So they are making it to where it is expensive. You have to jump through hoops. Basically, if you're not willing to do this. And you're not willing to go through the proper steps. Why the fuck you want it?
3: I have a silly question. Did you need two forms of ID?
2: Uh, I... For my CCW or for my...
3: Either one. Um, yeah, for both. For both.
2: Not for my CCW because it was already... The firearm was already registered to me. Okay. But I did have to have my ID. I had to have proof of address, proof of um,
1: being a citizen. Mm-hmm. So there was, there was hoops to jump through. And...
2: I was kind of glad I didn't need two forms of ID because I only got one. I don't have a passport or any of that shit. Right. So, but at the same time, now when I go to buy ammo, I have to have my birth certificate and my driver's license.
3: There's two forms right there. Yep.
2: So they do. It
3: kind of makes it harder. Like it's, it's. Just here, like I'm saying, just going back to the whole Texas thing, it's fucking harder to get a fucking driver's license than to get a fucking gun. Yeah.
0: For real. It took me, uh what was it, 2019, I think, is when I got my
1: fucking 27.
3: Oh, yeah, that's just my whole point. It's just make that shit tougher for criminals to get. Make that shit tougher for... And like I said, Like we said before, people are going to get it regardless. You can get shit legally all the fucking time, but...
1: Yeah.
2: I made cracks illegal, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you should definitely, if you're buying a firearm, brand new, right off the fucking gun show floor. Yeah. Jump through those hoops. Absolutely. It is a pain in the ass. It's inconvenient. I always walk out, I'm like, oh man, I want to take that home right now. But you can't.
0: You know it's crazy. Like you, you, to us, you make a lot of sense. But do you know how many Texans will be mad at you for saying that? Oh, Texas is so we're crazy.
1: Already,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To us, it's like you know what that makes sense. But there's the Texans out here that are like, no, we don't need yeah. all that shit. Like, what the fuck? You it think? Was... I mean, it it sounds so sensible, but to them, it's it's like more yeah. of a hindrance.
2: And it is a hindrance, but at the same time, I understand why. But I also wanted to add how we were, uh, we were talking a couple days ago mm. about the reasoning behind why would you want to, I don't I think it might have been, I don't remember who said it, uh, why would you need multiple weapons? Why would you need multiple firearms?
3: Mm. That was probably me.
2: Okay. And I wanted to bring up the point that, as I brought up, I have a CCW. I do carry. I carry every fucking day. Mm. Because I close at a restaurant most of the time by myself. We close at our doors at 8. You know, I'm not getting leaving usually until, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock. So I am walking outside to my car by myself. And we are on the main part of the city or the town, whatever, so it's popular, popular area, we've got a bar a block away, and so I carry every day, and I want a second uh, sidearm, or a pistol, because right now the, fire, the sidearm that I have, it is big, I love it, it's, I'm very comfortable shooting it. I just recently went out and did more target practice, which I think is very important.
1: Oh yeah,
0: for sure.
2: But it's big. And when I'm a very small person, and so when I am concealing, you can usually see the imprint of my weapon right against me because I'm little and that's a, I carry a Glock 19. So anybody that knows Glocks, they're big. Oof.
1: They're powerful
2: yeah. <laughs> they're big and I'm a very little person and I went and went to go buy ammo and saw asked them about what they had that would be smaller easier to conceal I'm like I'm little you can see me I'm little I need something that's going to conceal better I don't like printing having people aware oh she's got a gun mm-hmm. I, I don't like that feeling I I'd constantly catch myself if I like look down and I could see the outline no. of my, my pistol, I'll usually like put on another hoodie, put on another shirt, try and get it to where you can't see that. So I want a second pistol. I also want a hunting rifle so that I can go and put meat in my freezer. Mm. And eventually I would like to get a shotgun. for Because these all have their own purposes. Right. The pistol has the personal protection. That's for you. I'm not going to carry a shotgun around to work.
0: (laughs) No, that's home defense. Yeah. For sure. A
2: shotgun would be home defense or even Mm -hmm. hunting. And I want a hunting rifle, obviously, to hunt. And I don't, I personally have seen people that have dozens of firearms Mm -hmm. and a little bit inside. I'm always a little jealous because they usually got some cool shit. Right. (laughs) But some of it literally just sits in their gun safe. Because it's either, you know, it's vintage. Their family passed it down. They got it as a gift from their parents or whatever. Or they got it because they thought it was cool and have never messed with it. And it sits in their mm-hmm. gun safe. Most of the time, the people that aren't are buying all of these firearms, they're not taking it out, keeping it underneath their truck seat.
1: It's just. Everybody has their hobbies, right? Very fucking expensive. Yeah,
4: yeah. I think um, we had a buddy of ours. He got a Beretta recently. Oh shit! Yeah, he was just—he, he, I think he started off with like, oh, you know, I kind of want a Max Payne weapon, you know. <laughs> and the Beretta was one of the guns he wanted to get, and yeah, he went, he went to go and got it. You know, and like I said, how I mentioned, like, how I went to the pawn shop and I saw a pink, like, AR. I'm just like, <laughs> that looks pretty cool, you know, because. And same thing with uh, down here, like I said, it's like in Texas. Like I said, you can get your hands on anything. It could be exotic animals, too. You know, you can own anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I think the way of getting the, the gun out there is it's the way, you know, it should be done because like i said i think i mentioned to where i think somebody asked me the same question i was just like no i want to get it the right way but they're like no you can just go and buy it and i'm like no i want to get the right way because like i said i i everything that saucy was explaining whenever she was in her classes i i learned from that you know that sentence that statement she made because i'm just like you know there's it's not really an intimidating thing it's more of just like you know, you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna shoot. You know, like double edged sword. You might shoot to kill, or you might just stare them down and make them walk away. And I feel like had I not known that, I would have done the the automatic. You know, thing a person does is just quickly go go and try to reach it. You know, and then mm. like I said, it they they are scary because like I said, there's been uh, there's been times where I've gone somewhere and. You know they they have the gun right next to them, and I'm I look at I look at it, and I look at them, and I you know we just smile. We're just like, hey, it's like, oh, you know, don't worry, I'm just a lot of squirrels out here, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, that's why right. they have BB guns, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I I really don't have any really much else to add in, you know. It's just, well,
0: let's let's um. Let's you know, we talked about guns, we gave our opinion personal use. I guess we can now, you know, rotate towards the event. Um, and I'm gonna rotate towards what happened with a tweet. Uh I know you shared you know, saucy you shared that story of that person and I did hear about um the first person that went in there was a Border Patrol agent and he I don't know who it personally was, but he went in there and I guess he essentially took down the person? Right? Did he? Yes.
2: That's from what I understood from this. And like I said, it's not a solid factual source. It's a thing I found on Facebook. So it could be complete bullshit.
0: No, I, I heard that too. I think I, I think that is there. uh I think that is actually what happened. And I wanna um, know about the details
2: I didn't know how to pronounce his last name.
0: Oh okay. Oh it does say his name is Jacob Alvarado. Jacob Alvarado.
2: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: So um, let's rotate to the events of what happened to Valdi. And I'm a kind of, I know you talked about that. You know, we kind of talked about the good guy with a gun. Um, But here's a tweet from somebody that that I found kind of interesting where they said, don't tell me that the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And they said that tweet in response to Um, The fact that it was 19 police officers stood outside a locked elementary school classroom door for 40 minutes while a gunman slaughtered students inside who were desperately calling 911. So I think the point they're trying to make 19 police officers, that's 19 good guys. And none of them went in. to stop this man and somebody or the same person elaborates a little bit later in another tweet and they say they didn't engage because they could have been shot it turns out good guys with guns are afraid of bad guys with guns for fear of getting shot 19 children are dead uh and then they say you know i'm not going to say the rest that they said because they basically they just said we need real gun reform but i think We can kind of go into that a little bit later. That's a little bit more political. But what do y'all think about that uh, situation in particular? Um, The 19 police officers that just stood outside the elementary school for like 40 minutes didn't go inside.
2: I think that's personally, I think it's like a blinded (sighs) view on this because, yeah, maybe they were worried about getting shot themselves but I bet you they were more worried about kicking in the door and starting to shoot and shooting innocent kids instead of the actual shooter.
0: That's what I got from it, too. I got from I got from it that and the fact that um, they thought that he could have been holed up in the classroom. What they didn't want to do is barge in there and have him shoot whoever was his hostages. You know, if, okay. if he was in a classroom, he had hostages. If they barge in there... They don't know if he's just going to fucking end up killing everybody that's his hostage. But anybody else, any other thoughts? I mean, any, you know, opinions about the 19 officers?
4: Probably need more training. I feel like they probably need more training uh, for such situations as that. You know, because, I don't know, I, I feel like, like I said, nowadays, like, you can any anybody can go be a police officer especially you know, you know cuz like i i feel like ever since covid happened there's been a staffing issue but i think it was the same thing for being a police op- officer i feel like they excuse me i feel like they got oh excuse me they they're like short-handed you know mm. but at the same time they i feel like they should probably it it sucks to say this, but I feel like they they should go through a training like that.
3: You mm-hmm. know, like uh, to to determine a, a situation. They had a SWAT team. Maybe they should have just sent the SWAT team out there. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's like I, you I, said. It's just a tricky situation. You don't want them going in and, like you say, um, fucking kid gets shot by an officer, and then it's a whole another story. It's a whole another thing. Yeah. So, mm. so it is definitely a tricky situation with that, but. I don't know. It's tough. It's just a fucked up situation
1: all
0: around. Yeah, shit like
2: this. I don't think there's much of a perfect answer, honestly. Mm-hmm. No,
0: there's not. This is this is a uh, and for anybody listening to this, this is just a discussion. I don't think any of us claim to have the definite answer. Uh, like Saucy just said, man, this shit is just an unfortunate situation. There's no way. There's no one right answer. that it was so many I think Sticky made that point earlier too. There's just so many things that came into play when it came to this is just hindsight is twenty twenty is basically all it is. We can all sit here and say this is what should have been done, this is what should've happened. We just that's we just weren't in that situation enough to know. I mean, even the people that are were in the situation is hard for them to um you know even explain what the fuck what the fuck happened um one thing I read about the the kid I was reading somewhere obviously he was troubled to you know want to do something I think before he went to the elementary school he shot his grandma Yeah. for some reason they were arguing and he just he just shot his grandma and took off and um
2: on purpose. No,
0: on purpose. purpose. Yeah. Fuck. And uh, they're saying that he was being bullied about being a loner that. okay? so it says here, this is Yahoo News. I don't know how credible they are, Uh but it says that, you know, he was isolated and bullied and he was teased about being a school shooter. Which is kind of what made him, I guess, made him want to buy those guns. And, you know, he's. I can assume that maybe he was like, you know, yeah, I think I'm a school shooter, then fuck it. But everybody's saying he was a quiet kid. Um, somebody said when he was here, he was a normal kid. But once he hit high school, freshman year, he totally changed, uh, which I see. I mean, that that does happen to a lot of kids. Plenty of kids you know,
2: do that. It's a yeah.
0: brain. Oh, for sure. So... I mean, when it comes to, I know we talked about mental health, but is there more, uh, I know, you know, we, we, in general, we said, you know, there should be more he- mental health institutions, but is there anything else that you think that should happen or that should be implemented to try to avoid these situations in the future? Is there any way that we can help these teenagers out more? that maybe decrease the possibility of something like this happening again?
4: I think it's it's easier said than done, but I mean, like, don't be afraid to talk about how you're feeling. Don't be afraid to talk about your emotions. Like, don't be afraid to you know, I, I know it's easier said than done, but I mean, like, to go and talk to somebody about trauma that's going on, you know, because... I I think I've encountered a lot of people in high school or middle school where they, they, they didn't want to go home because, you know, their step parent was beating them, you know, and stuff like that. And like I said, it, 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 it kind of revolves around, you know, of whether or not that you should talk to somebody about it, you know, because, you Mm -hmm. know, me personally, like I never wanted to be home because my dad would always like, you know, he would always try to discipline me and uh in an abusive way, you know? And that's why I never wanted to be home, and I really didn't have anywhere else to go, so I would go hang out with my friends. But the parents would be like, aren't, it's like, Do your parents know you're here? And I would lie. I would be like, yeah, you know, I asked my parents for permission to come over here. You know, they're like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. And, you know, at nighttime, whenever I would try to, I would always try to go back home whenever my dad was asleep, so I wouldn't have that encounter with him. You know, but like I said, it, it's it's a lot easier said than done because like like you might have a thousand people trying to tell you that you need to go talk to somebody about it, but at the same time it's 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 all up to you, you know. And it, it, I I wouldn't want to see somebody go through something that I did where you know they can go and tell counselor like you know what I'm I'm fucking up on my grades because you know I I see my dad hit my mom you know and just very bad example but you know or there's something going on at home and you know you can't be afraid to get somebody else involved in it but at the same time you can't be afraid to reach out for help is what I'm trying to say
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I just kind of want to follow up on on what he's saying is first off I just want to let you know that um, if your stepdad was it
4: Oh, it was just, no, it was actually my, my pops, yeah.
2: Okay, if yeah. he is disciplining you and using abusive techniques to discipline you, that's not discipline, that's abuse. Mm-hmm. That's, that's somebody using discipline as an excuse to release a little bit of rage, and a lot of the times when kids are uh, introduced to that and live that with their life, they find that as a normality for their life. So usually until high school isn't when they're like, oh, this isn't normal because they're talking to their friends about it. And their friends are like explaining like, oh, okay, so you're not supposed to get beat and get bruises left on you for discipline. Hmm. And when they are, that seems like a normality to them. And so that is their normal day to day life. And so they don't think to reach out and talk to other people about it.
1: Mm.
2: Because they don't quite see an issue with it, because that's what they're used to.
4: And sometimes in those situations where trauma comes from, yes, you know, and as a, as an adult, you know, it 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 kind of shows too. You're just like, you know, like same thing with some people too. Like they'll flinch if you raise your hand, and like, why are you flinching? And like, oh, it's 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 nothing. You know, it's 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 nothing like that, but. You know, I I feel like, I, I said, instead of, like, the other day, like, they busted somebody for, like, gr- having a girl house. And I feel like they should just focus more on the people than, than anything else that's going on. You know, just, you know, make sure these kids are okay because there's a lot of influence out there right now in the world. And I hate to say it, but some of the influence that's out there in the world is kind of stupid, you know. Like there's there's a lot of people who come off as influencers who influence the stupid things they do.
1: Mm.
4: And I feel like because for example Yeah, it's just
1: like uh things
2: like that that are just not which I don't think parents should be leaving the internet up to their to be their children's way of finding their own role models.
4: Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, that that's exactly where I was gonna follow up. Was just like, because uh, you know nowadays all the kids have access to the internet. You know, it, it it could be like a. It doesn't matter what kind of brand of, you know. I see more more kids with electronics than I ever had growing up. You know, in our household growing up, we only had maybe two electronics, three electronics. You know, you know the TV, G- <laughs> the VCR, yeah. the telephone, maybe maybe a computer you know like i said now now every kid has access you know to to the internet and you can literally go on there without restrictions and just look up whatever you you know you can look up
1: Mm -hmm.
4: you know
2: time also
4: yeah yeah it's it's definitely a different time you know because like i said we were talking, I was talking to somebody and I was just like, yeah, you know, back in the day, you know, you had to uh, burn a CD for somebody. And they're like, you would burn a CD? What, what is that? And I was just like, <laughs> my age is growing. You know? Like I said, there's a lot of old technology that we were dealing with and thought that, you know, it was like the top notch of it all, but now, it's it's consistent now. Like I said, I I've gone to a lot of places where I see kids Like not even teenagers putting their phones on the on the shelf and doing videos in the middle of a Target, you know, doing TikTok videos and stuff like that. And I'm just like
0: TikTok dancing,
4: yeah, just (laughs) doing that stuff too. And I'm just like, dang, like, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't catch me doing that, but like I said, I would. I didn't have a phone growing up. Like I said, all I had was the 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 razor phone and it was yeah. prepaid where, like, you had to buy minutes for it, you know? <laughs> call me so, after 9 p.m. Yeah, for real. Like, that's what that's what it was back then first. Now it's just like, y'all, oh, you can call me anytime, anywhere. I can be in, limited. Be in Antarctica, you know, and I was to have signal. But even then, like I said, there there should be another way too to to allow, you know, kids or just anybody that's going through something to have that access electronically because you know a lot of people are on the phones consistently, you know, mm-hmm. like my phone tells me, Oh, you know, this week you were on your phone for eight hours and I'm like throughout the week, that's pretty good. You know? Mm-hmm. Cause like, like I said, I'm, I'm just really grateful and thankful that I have, you know, people I can go and talk to. And that's another thing too. Uh, that's another thing I wanted to check. Like what Sticky mentioned was just like, it should kind of be free. You know, not trying to cheap out, but like, you know, sometimes people can't get that help because they don't have the resources for it. You know, mm-hmm. it, but like it, some people I have some friends who tell me, like, I want to go talk to my therapist, but she charges me like 300 bucks an hour. And I just it's just too much money. And, you know, I can see their their mental health kind of like take a good or bad incline on their on their personal life, you know, and. They're like, I don't know. I'm like, do you have insurance? Like, yeah, but the insurance only pays like ten percent of it, you know. And it, it just sucks because, like, you know, I'm knocking on wood, but I haven't lost anybody because of for, for mental health yet. Like I said, there's a lot of people I feel like that I know personally that you know should go talk a therapist to to a therapist because, like I said, I'm I don't I'm not I am i do not always give the best advice or the good advice, you know. But if, if I can kind of help you in any sort of way, then, you know, I'm willing to try you know. And then I do appreciate the friends who are there where I'm talking. them I'm like, oh, you know, I think you should do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't think you know how to give good advice. You know, just, <laughs> I'm not just like, you know what, you're probably right. You know, just like I said, I always say the same thing. And just like, you know, just, you know, trust your trust, your energy, trust your gut, uh, your gut, you know, trust your. Your chakra, you know, believe in yourself, you know, and you know, shoot for the best.
0: That's um, that's so hard to tell somebody. I I understand exactly what you're saying, but saying those things to somebody that's literally hopeless—it's so hard for them to get a grasp of exactly what you're talking about. Because I've been there before, and I've had people try to tell me, you know, oh man, just just you know, try to think positively. Those kind of general um, quotes, and I'm like, "What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> How the fuck do I get it? Like, yeah, start thinking positively, start thinking about, but when you're in such a fucking depressive mood, or when you're in your own, it's so hard to get out of that fucking hole. It's, it's the hardest thing ever. Avoid. If if I would tell anybody that's depressed or having the only thing that i think makes sense is to just to tell them that there is another side to that if you this is a hard one because i'm essentially telling somebody to bottle it up but at the same time sometimes when you just chug through try to see the next day it does actually get better it just takes a lot of time and a lot of mental anguish and struggle, but it eventually does get better if you have depression. I know it f- whenever you're in that fucking hole, it feels like you're never going to get out of it, but you actually do. You actually do, and you kind of see a little bit of clarity um, for that one little moment, and that little bit of hope is kind of what carries you through after that. Because depression comes in cycles. People aren't necessarily depressed, you know, for the rest of their life. I mean some people are. That's you know, that's something that's very extreme. But usually the depression comes in cycles. Sometimes it lasts years, maybe two, three years of your fucking life you're you're depressed. But there is a moment of clarity where you come to and you feel better. And it's those moments that you kinda have to realize what is going on um it's kind of like um there's a little test that they did with rats and um it was basically they were drowning rats i know it sounds horrible but this is something that they did back then so they would put a rat in a beaker that you know they filled that beaker with water there was no escape and uh, they let the rat just sit there and you know it was filled to water. It was it was too high for for the rat to swim. Eventually, they'll get tired. And like I think they said, in like two or three hours, the rat would get tired and it would essentially give up. What they what they would do is once the rat they saw the rat was drowning, it was giving up. They they would pick the rat up. Uh, they'll bring it back to life or or just try to resuscitate them in some way. He'll be okay. They'll put him back in the beaker again, you know, to torture it, I guess, in that fucking water. Well, the second time around, they lasted way longer. They lasted for like 15 hours. Why? Because, because of the hope that somebody pulling them out and getting them out of the water gave them. It was literally just the hope that would keep them swimming for way longer than the first time around. So, I mean, to me, honestly, hope is a real thing, but it's something that you have to try to experience first, and once you experience it that once, then it kind of carries you through afterwards. But, you know, that's just my opinion
1: on, on depression. But, uh, Sticky... What's up?
0: Do you think, um... What would you say, uh... Besides, like the mental health thing, what would you think? What works, you know, for a teenager like this kid? What works for him, or what would have worked, or what, what do you, in your in your opinion or in your thoughts? What do you think would have would have worked for him in this situation?
3: Honestly, I don't know because I don't know. Like you say, he say he was bullied, but I don't know. It's just the I'm just thinking about. The highline, like I don't know, he just turned his, he just went in... like, why did he have to go fuck with the kids? That's what I keep going back to. But maybe he was just already fucked up. Maybe he just a fucked up individual before. Mm. Like I don't know. I, maybe there was no saving this guy. Maybe he was just fucking crazy, just yeah, from the jump. Like even before mm. he was even bullied or whatever. Because like I said, I'm just thinking about. I don't know. I don't know why I just start thinking about this the whole time. Y'all, you all were just talking. I'm just like, what? What made? Him, if he was bullied at school, then why did he go and I don't know. He just took it. Just some coward shit. Like he just went and fucked with a bunch of kids that mm. he knew couldn't do shit. So I don't know. So like I said, maybe he just fucking screwed up in the head. Regardless, and there was no saving him. He was just a, gonna be a crazy motherfucker regardless.
2: Well, you guys said that he had shot his grandma. His
3: grandma, yeah.
0: Yeah. He How shot long his before
2: grandma. he did this? Did he do like that
0: right before he? Did I think know, like, he did that and then raced to the elementary school. Like he crashed. crashed I saw a car. photo. Yeah, his the truck was all fucked up and crashed. Like he was going through traffic, like like fucking just running through shit, and then he ended up at the school and then went in there and did what he did.
2: Okay.
3: Oh, that's just my whole thing. I just feel like, like, I don't, I don't have no fucking answer. I don't think that probably counseling wouldn't have even done shit. Therapy wouldn't have done shit. Mm. Him talking to somebody, he probably wouldn't have gave two shits. This is probably something he was going to do regardless.
1: But. Do you think peers would have helped out? Mm. Uh, friends? Like friends? You know. I don't know. Probably not.
0: Because there's this guy that did um, a TED talk where he was talking about he was almost, he was going to be a school shooter and he didn't do it at the end because he had a friend, basically somebody that he trusted that I guess in some way was able to help him out and think differently. But he said the same thing. He was like a loner. He was getting bullied. Um, He said something about, his mom didn't give a fuck about, it. oh, uh, he was going to suicide, and they caught him or some shit, caught his mom. On the way back home, his mom literally told him, you should have fucking done it. Yes. So, yeah, it's a super fucked up shit, and he said he was, he was ready. He was ready. to shoot the school up, whatever he was going to do, but it was that one, he had that one friend um that he had fucked over many times because he was a you know he felt like a fuck up so he was doing fuck up shit he was stealing from that person but for some reason that person didn't give up on him and somehow was able to talk to him out of you know he was able to talk him out of doing what he was about to do it's basically planning a murder suicide he had gotten a hand on a weapon and you know he was just ready to go for it and somehow the friend was able to talk to him so do you think a peer? Maybe? Or do you think it was just too he was too far gone?
3: I don't know. Like I said, I think this kid was too this dude was too far gone because he's like I don't know why I just keep going back to the kids. Like why if he was getting bullied, why didn't he just go back to his own school and do that shit? Why did he go and hmm. do this to the fucking Probably bunch of kids? Probably his
2: way of any power.
3: Yeah, you want the power. like I said, I, mean, I don't know. just some coward shit to me, bro. Like yeah, this dude is already—he was just uh, mentally, he was already fucked up. Obviously, like he—I yeah. don't think probably bullying and maybe um, accelerated that or whatever. But because hmm. normally, I don't know. no, I—I wouldn't say normally, but
4: most of the time, you want to go back and get revenge on your bullies.
3: Maybe I don't know.
2: I think a lot of it, too, is when kids are going through trauma, especially really young. They're going through trauma, living in a high-stress household. Their brains do not connect the same way as people with a good or even not as traumatic.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, you hear about all these. I listen to a lot of crime podcasts, and they talk about, you know, a lot of people You know, they're bullied, they're beat at home, they've gone through, you know, assault, either, you know, abuse from their parents, sexual abuse from family, right?
1: Mm. all these
2: terrible, horrible, traumatic things. But that Mm. doesn't mean that that gives them a free pass. It just means that they got fucked up one too many times and their brain, they just snapped. Not saying, you know, as you guys know, I've explained before, the reason why I carry now is because I've been through... Quite a bit of traumatic shit.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: if, instead of snapping and taking my anger and emotions and rage out on people, mm-hmm. I just prefer to try and protect myself. Versus going out for revenge, going to do this, or... Taking, trying to get the upper hand on humans.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So, not all traumatic lives... Lives? Not all traumatic... Lives and childhoods gives them a free pass to kill people. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
2: But I do want to add, I don't know about everybody else, but I think it was during COVID where we started paying a little bit more in taxes to give Mm -hmm. kids free lunches in their schools for a lot of schools so that they could afford because a lot of parents were out of work. I would 100% pay more taxes yet again to continue that going, and for free fucking mental health care.
3: No, I'm right there with you. I think that's, we- like I said, it's a necessary. That's definitely a necessary thing if we want to prevent this shit from exactly happening going I forward.
0: I don't even think um, we need to pay more taxes. We just need to stop putting our money towards fucking space programs and other countries and shit. Fuck the stars, bro. Like, yeah, uh, yes, the stars, the universe. Let's worry about Earth for a little while, bro. Like, what the fuck do we need? Billions of dollars going to NASA. I mean, I get it. Yeah, let's look at the stars. But come on, bro. I mean, y'all motherfuckers ain't going back to the moon anytime soon. So let's stop that shit and let's bring it back in. Let's bring it back towards us all this research they're trying to do and for what? Like it's, it's not the stars aren't helping us. I mean, in a general sense, they're not helping us. You know, there's a lot of people that believe in the power of the stars and I don't want to, you know, uh, talk shit on their beliefs, but in a general sense, the stars aren't necessarily helping us at this moment. Um, We need to focus on, some mental health shit. We need to focus on how the fuck do we get past this? How do we, um, just basically, how do we get past this? How do we make this a better place to where we're not at each other's
1: throat? Because tra- I
0: mean, trends, trends are a real thing. You know? I don't I don't want to I don't want to believe everything is going, you know, this is out there. The media is pushing whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I just saw right now that there was another shooting that happened. Um, where is it? It's on Twitter. Uh, but there was another shooting that just happened not too long ago. Right now, it was nine people that were killed. Trends, they tell you when something's fucking up, people follow trends for that same reason, because they kind of tell you what's gonna happen. If this trend keeps going, it's just gonna get worse. And eventually we will be that number one murder. You know, if we don't fix the issue right now, if we don't nip it in the butt, we will be at that fucking number one. And the political debates don't help in that, it's just separating us even more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? people want to politicize all this shit and um and i think that that's probably a good leeway into the political aspect unless um you know you have more points towards you know the
1: the shooting in in particular i
3: think i've i've said everything just about Like, I just, I'm going to sound like a broken record at this point talking about it,
1: but we can move on to the political
3: side if you want to.
0: So let's, yeah, I mean, how about you, Saucy? Did you have any more about the situation in particular?
2: No, I think we just need to take care of our kids, the kids, even if they're not Mm -hmm. our fucking kids.
1: It's our future
2: our future they're fucking innocent like why would you take the extra time take the extra I would like I said before I'd absolutely pay more taxes just to know that fucking kids and and anyone honestly can have the fucking mental health support that they need
1: Mm -hmm.
2: to keep people from fucking getting killed or dying or I don't know same shit, different
1: sentence. Oh,
0: before we move on, um, how about having armed security at schools? Oh, we didn't talk about the arming teachers either, right?
2: We did arming a lot of teachers. About
3: them. I don't think teachers. I mean, of course, people. I don't know. I just don't feel like teachers don't get paid enough to do that shit. But that's just me personally.
1: That's true.
2: I think if you That's, already carry, then that is your your choice, but you should not well, be pushing yeah pushing right. or even requesting to fucking carry weapons. And at the same time, if you do not feel like you're in a safe situation to carry your weapon, don't carry it. Leave it in your car. Leave it at home. Mm-hmm.
0: I think one thing that the Uvalde uh, police kind of bragged about is that they got there in two minutes but a lot of people shit on them because they're like you know you got here in two minutes but y'all took 40 minutes to get in there but i mean what should there be at an elementary school should there be you know armed guards
3: armed guards and security clearances and fucking metal detectors and shit like a fucking prison mm do you think, think so. that's uh, i mean that would suck bro it would just maybe it's just a necessary thing that needs to happen now but that sounds like a prison to me but that I does sound know. like a
2: prison
0: would, would we be willing like just us here are we willing for that are we would we be for that to you know have our schools more secured unfortunately make it seem like a prison for our kids or is that just
3: I mean, it sounds like that's what's needed to stop motherfuckers from coming in there thinking that they can just shoot up kids, shoot up their school just because they know that it's a gun free zone. So they're like, well, I can bring one. Nobody else gonna have one. There may be, like in Adobe in at school when we went to, there was, we had officers there, but that was a fucking high school. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You just wouldn't think that you need, armed security at a fucking elementary school. It just sounds fucking crazy. It sounds ridiculous. But maybe it is. Maybe that's what's necessary. Whatever the fuck it takes to stop the dumb ass shit from happening. I mean, Mm. I don't know.
1: How how far are we
3: willing to go?
2: If there's a will, there's a way. I mean, people get weapons into fucking prisons.
1: Right. And that's a
2: prison, like, not going to be half as locked down as a school would be i think locking it down like that
1: i mean they're kids they're fucking creative yeah
0: well i I would hope kids are less creative and trying to get guns in there but yeah i mean it it makes sense i mean that there are very creative ways of trying to get something somewhere um I would think the presence of an armed officer, it's, it kind of does send a, a bad miss. I remember in my middle school, they would have armed officers there around every corner. And um, I mean, I, I knew I wasn't up to no... I mean, I knew I was, you know, I wasn't going to do nothing and I, I didn't feel any type of way, but it kind of does... Send a, a weird message to kids like, oh, yeah, we're in a dangerous school. That's mm-hmm. initially what I would think. I'm like, oh, yeah, this school must be fucked up because they have to have these security officers there. But that's as far as I got with it. You know, it's, that's, the, that's the main thing I would think. Like, yeah, this is a fucked up school. That's about it. I think it does for somebody that's trying to do harm, uh, especially a student. It's it kind of maybe stops them, I guess. In a way, they see that there's armed officers, so they really don't want to. But again, we we just don't know. We can't get in everyone's head. Some people maybe take that as a fucking challenge.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, like I said, I mean, if that's the thing that's gonna stop it less or less from happening, like they're saying that, make a making a one way in, one way out type of situation. But then that's like you kind of fucked. What if there there's a fire then? It's like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's, I don't know. That sounds, like I said, it just sounds ridiculous to me when we start talking about having armed security at fucking elementary schools. But it's just me. I would hope that, I don't know. I just would hope that kids at that age, like of course, like I said, the guy, this dude was 18. So it's like he. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even go to that school, but he just walked in there with the gun. So maybe that is something necessary is having fucking people standing at entrances with armed security standing at entrances or having fucking metal detectors that is going to go off when somebody comes inside with a fucking gun or some shit. But. And then the trauma
4: too for those kids. Can you imagine when, like those kids growing up, you know, and then having to tell this story one day? You
3: know, to to other people, where it's just like, yeah, I was there. I was a little kid. You know, it's oh, that's yeah, fucked up. I mean, the the story, the the little girl that was saying that she had to take her classmates' fucking blood and pretty oh, much yeah. play dead, bro. That's fucking sick, dude. That's crazy. That's like some. That's some shit that I would only th- think I would see in fucking Walking Dead or even hear about in fucking a TV show or some shit. It's like kids shouldn't yeah. have to go through some. Dramatic shit like that.
1: But yeah, like I said, I can... I
3: mean, it's just... I can fucking sit here and keep saying the same shit over and over about it. That's just me personally. Yeah. It's just a really...
1: tragic thing to happen. I hate that it happened. I hate that those families have to go through that shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Gotta
0: be a... Parents was worst nightmare. You think, you know, you send your kid to school. You don't think anything's gonna happen to them that day. I mean, there's plenty of stories online about. I mean, the particular parents of some of these students, the things, you know, there's some of them that spoke up, and they. I know there's one that talked about a girl. She was a straight A student. She was gonna get a little honor roll thing that same exact day, and you know, she was one of the one of the victims. And they specifically said, you know, we we just dropped her off. We were happy for her. We had no idea that this was going to happen today. As a parent, it makes you feel like you did the wrong thing, even though it was something that nobody could have fucking known. But you still feel that immense guilt, and that guilt never goes away. It's something that they have to live with, you know, from now to the rest of their life is just thinking... You know, I shouldn't have taken them to school or just blaming themselves in so many ways. Oh, they had the um, they had the one guy, the, you know, the one of the teachers that was shot, the guy that was married to her. He died of a heart attack uh, like two days later. Yeah, because this this was his high school sweetheart, this was somebody that he really loved. And it was just taken from them. And they left uh, four children behind. Yeah,
1: uh, bro.
0: So what do, you, what do you think about the politics surrounding this thing? The whole gun, you know, the gun debate, um what they're calling liberals with, you know, people like all these liberals are trying to take our guns away. And then the right wing people talking about the second amendment and we have a right. What do you think? What do y'all think about all that?
3: Oh, I'll go first. I mean, like we, I feel like you already pretty much know what I'm gonna say. Like I've been saying this the whole time It's fucking need stricter laws on the guns, bro. It's just, it's, it's just ridiculous especially here like so what well, like saucy said we just need more more um i can't even say it now i can't even think what, it, what, we're, what we're talking about What Saucy was saying earlier that she has to go through in cali where you got to go through fucking background checks oh, yeah. i just need that it just needs to be more stricter fucking laws like i get it people are going to get their hands on fucking guns regardless but let's fucking make it more difficult for people to get that shit. that's all i'm saying I'm not saying take away people's fucking guns. I'm not saying put a limit on how many guns people can have, but it just needs to be more stricter laws for people. Maybe I am for gun reform. Like maybe that does need to be a thing. Just I'm not saying fucking go in everybody's house and take their shit away from them. Like that's not gonna happen. (laughs) But I don't know. I just feel like we just I don't know. We gotta sometimes we gotta kind of take accountability for this shit and be like. I get it, mental health, that is a problem, but it's like, I don't know, that person was able, he got guns legally, he was able to go and get a gun at fucking 18, and I don't know.
1: I just don't think that it should be that easy for somebody to just walk
3: into a store and just walk out the same day with a fucking gun. That's all I'm saying.
2: I mean, plenty of mentally stable people can walk in and buy guns and probably did that same exact day. And like like we bring up all the time, you know, these are opinions. Everybody is allowed, absolutely allowed their own opinion. if right. you feel like, you know, we're all biased. Of course, I'm biased towards gun ownership because I carry. Like, that's mm-hmm. obvious. I think just mental health needs to be the first thing we look at. California already has a lot of gun control, a lot of limitations, and that shit still happens here. So, obviously, guns aren't the issue. People are.
1: Oh, for sure. Guns don't
0: kill people. It's people that kill people.
2: People kill people with lots of things other than guns, too.
3: Yeah, but it's easier for somebody to go in and shoot up a place with a gun versus somebody going in there with a knife or a bat or a fucking something that you gotta work to get that, get those
1: people. I do agree that, you know, a gun, it would be quicker, but Mm -hmm. there's no kind of restrictions on
2: any other kind of weapon. Mm. I mean, people be buying brass knuckles and fucking people up all the time with those.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I've seen some of the damage that that shit does. I, I, yeah, like I said, I just think, I'm not saying anybody's points are invalid, but.
3: All Sammy? right, we're just, we're just.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's okay to have this discord, even if, right. um, you know, even if we, we call each other out. like hey, You know, not think you're right on that. I think it's okay to just have that discourse. I don't think any of us are gonna leave here with like hey, we're that having should a civil debate. the wrong like, way. I
1: said I was right. wrong.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've I mean I
2: Yeah, I well, I, just, I think a lot of it circles we need to take care of our kids. As somebody that mm-hmm. worked with really young kids, um I, I don't know if it's everywhere, but just pointing out CPS is no longer CPS. It's CFS. Child, family, and I can't tell you how many times I feel like, not that children should have been taken away from their families, but people should be seeing the things that go on. Mm. They, They see it, they're scared to do anything about it, or they do try and the system does nothing. And I'm not saying I want more kids in the system. But something needs to fucking change. Because most of the time, these people that are, like, doing these big crimes, they don't just, they're not born maniacs, you know, sitting there tearing mm. up their damn teddy bears or teddy bears' heads off when they're, like, a year and a half old.
0: It's trauma. Ah, that, it's trauma. There's re- there's a report of some very psychotic children where they grow up with, for some reason, with a very, very horrible mental problem where they're from beginning they're talking about murder and they're talking about killing without knowing what the fuck even the parents are like i don't know where the fuck they're getting this from yeah, obviously and, maybe they're probably getting it from tv or something but
2: i don't think well tv when kids are younger they don't understand that things on tv are fake it's like object permanence you know they don't understand oh i took your nose their nose is still on their face they can't see it so they think it's gone
1: yeah, but yeah, they, don't, they haven't developed the fully time.
2: yet. A lot of the time, these, these people, these murderers, you know, biggest thing for criminals like that, you know, head trauma, big head trauma, terrible home life growing up, terrible trauma that they've gone through mentally or emotionally. There's all these lead-ups that nobody ever fucking sees. Like, why don't we see it until it's too late?
0: That's true. That part always um, to, kind of to go back to the Las Vegas shooter. He had there was nothing in his fucking history, nothing at all to say that he was this motherfucker was I think he was a millionaire. He was making money at real estate. There was no kind of indication he didn't he didn't leave any letter. That one is so weird because he. there's nothing to say that he was going to do this. He just fucking did it out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, But I want, I kind of want Alex to get on this because Alex was, Alex, you were really, really into the conspiracy thing, into the whole politic thing. So I, I want you to express your opinions on this. I
4: don't know. Like I said, it was, it's just very, for me, it's always very bad timing. You know, I think, like I said, the same day it happened, it was the same day whenever elections were going on in Texas. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, the conspiracy comes from, you know, it's just maybe it was something of people in power that they went ahead and decided to do, you know. That way we can get the focus away from what's really going on, you know. Like, like there was, I think there was like two or three things going on during that time too. Like, I said, one of the Mm -hmm. things I mentioned was that uh there was um uh there was like uh what is it? Kids uh who got the vaccine were um
0: Oh getting measles uh, or something?
4: They were getting hepatitis and dying.
0: Oh uh, hepatitis, yeah.
4: Yeah. They were getting hepatitis and dying and then at the same time there was also a trend too, um there was a hashtag going on. Saying that, oh, you know, uh, what is it? Imprison uh, Hillary Clinton. Because, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, because current evidence came up to where she was. Uh, all the things that she was saying about, you know, Trump and Russia was fake, you know, and it mm. came out that it was all fake. You know, it all came out that, you know, she legit made all that shit up. She got one of her, her people to go and, you know, go tell the FBI this stuff. And it turns out later that it was it was all fake, you know. But like I said, it was it was just you very. Think, bad you timer. really
3: think Hillary? I don't know. <laughs> like you think the Clintons? Fucking! You think the Clintons did this? You think the Clintons are like, yeah, let's go? Oh
4: no no no, no 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 no! I'm not I'm not saying that the Clintons are the ones who did this. I'm. But just you're saying, saying they
3: have enough power to be like, oh well, let's distract them from Hillary. Oh yeah. I feel like whoever. If they this, had that much power, how come she didn't become president?
4: No, that's the thing, right? I'm not saying the Clintons did it. I'm not saying specifically them. You're saying I'm somebody just,
3: trying to protect them, though. You're saying somebody's trying to distract us from, from, <laughs> from. I don't know. Go ahead and say what you're trying to say. My bad. Well,
0: well let, let me ask you. Let me ask you something, Alex. And, and again, this is not. To attack your belief, I mean your opinions are your opinions, but right do you think that do you th- first let's start with do you think it was fake? do you think this was all faked
3: i think I think it was it was a setup, not faked, but staged yeah staged, no, 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 but do,
0: do you think do you think um do you think that nobody died that day? Oh no.
4: People die that day. But another thing, too, I feel like the reason people die is because the people in power mm-hmm. are the ones who made that decision. Because I feel like the people in power just don't give two fucks about us. You know, they don't give a fuck about anybody. You know, they only give a fuck about, you know, their precision, you know, what, whatever it is you're doing. Because, you know, I was... I I basically said, oh, you know, it was a distraction, which initiated the conversation where it's just like, okay, what if, you know, your wife's kids go to school and they get shot? You know, it's like, would you tell her to her face that she was, that it was a distraction? And to be honest, it would, the rage, the anger and all that is coming from not the shooter, but the people behind the shooter, Mm -hmm. you know? Does that make sense? It does. It's more of the the people who were in charge, or the people who, you know, allowed this to happen. As the people who were challenging the anger and stuff towards too you know, yeah. because you know, every uh, automatically you're gonna be angry. You're gonna be, you know, really pissed off at the shooter. But I feel like the real anger. He's, sca-
0: the-, he's the scapegoat. He's the image that they're trying to put out there for us to be like, oh, he's the one that did it. But you you think it was more? There was more parties involved that you know we're not going to see because we're just going to automatically blame the person that we're seeing. That's what you're saying.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But another thing too, I thought it was pretty coincidental that Beto was at the press conference where Abbott was, you know, and. Like I said,
3: but why? He's a, I mean, he's a, of course he's going to be there. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's like, like you said, they're running, it's a political game, bro. He, of course, he's mm-hmm. going to be there to challenge him. Like it's not, I don't think it's coincidence.
0: No, I th- yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that's my opinion on that too. Again, it's just an opinion. I don't think, you know, whatever, I don't think you're wrong or anything, but I feel like it, he did it because obviously he was trying to, push more numbers towards them yeah, no even if you think... don't
3: believe that shit even if you don't believe that shit he it's to it's a political game like of course yeah. like I'm not saying I'm with the government I'm not fucking oblivious to what the fuck goes on out here like but I don't know I just don't think that it was a distraction for anything like I, I, you, you're trying to you're kind of saying that they did this to push an agenda for something yeah but yeah. I don't I don't I just I don't know. I just don't believe that right
0: now. I I think because of the situation, it does give people with that opportunity to actually push an agenda. But I don't think the the situation itself was an agenda. It, it created an agenda for somebody else. Right. Like for Beto, it created an agenda for him to be like, "I'm gonna go fucking talk shit to Abbott." That way, I get people behind me. Mm-hmm. For Abbott, I mean Abbott. It's it, the motherfuckers kind of at a loss, to be honest, because when something like this, I mean, we saw with George Bush when 9-11 happened, it just doesn't look right on you. Unfortunately, it it, it could have been his fault. It could have not been his fault. Whatever it is, when something big like this happens and this is your turf, quote unquote, it just never looks right on you. That's why so many people hated Bush, because it was like, you know, this should happen while you were in office. And I think Abbott, Abbott. I mean, it's it's fucked up. And what's making it worse is the things that he's saying. is just pissing more people off.
3: But like it could have.
0: Everybody. Worse. Yeah, talking about Chicago, like bro, we're we're not in Chicago. We're in Texas. Let's focus over here. I mean, we don't know what the fuck's going. on. You're not the governor of Chicago to talk about what the fuck is going on up there. I don't think but, one is more important
2: than the other, though. Depend. What, regardless of where the placement of these shootings are, people still lost their lives. And I don't think, I think it would be worse if nobody spoke up over it. They just sat there and acted like it didn't happen.
0: Oh, for sure. He had to, he had to say something he couldn't, he couldn't ignore. I mean, obviously if he ignored it, it would have been a way bigger firestorm for him. And that's why I'm saying. He was kind of at a loss with this situation because he's forced to say something, but, and, Whenever you're somebody that's in charge, they, people want you to say something immediately. The problem is that if you're not prepared, you know, these motherfuckers got to get prepared, get a fucking statement. But you're trying to say something as soon as possible. And unfortunately, sometimes you kind of say the wrong things.
2: I don't think you can ever say the right thing when not only people lost yeah. their lives, but children.
0: But I think it's worse For him to try to push this off towards Chicago, Chicago had nothing to do with what happened here. I think that was kind of bad on his part to want to say something like that. Yeah, there's no right way to say anything, you know. And maybe he was just speaking. I mean, obviously he was just speaking from his from his head. From I don't want to say his heart, but he was just saying something. Uh, But unfortunately, he just it, it just came across as he was just trying to push the issue towards something else. Hey, look at, I know we're burning here, but look at that fire over there.
1: Um, so there was
0: also, um, what was I saying? I'm sorry. I lost train of thought. So, okay. So we're, we're kind of dealing with conspiracies and agendas. Um, and I wanted to ask Alex, what do you think the end goal? If let's say this is an agenda, what's the end goal? What was what was the thing that you know they're trying to are they trying to blind us to something or is it? Like a of people? Yeah, what 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 would that message be?
4: I mean <clears throat> that message could probably obviously be that, oh, you know, we need um better gun control, you know, in Texas because i was gonna say we don't really have all those holes we got to go through like we do in California, you know. Our second thing too, you know, it's it's just the base fact that it's a it's it is a red state, you know. But at the same time, like you know, they're they're just trying to send a message to where it's just like, oh, you guys, you guys think you're the ones that who are in power, you know? Do you think you guys are the ones just because you have guns, you, you know? you guys are able to defend yourself is like no like we can we can go ahead and do this at this place
1: mm.
4: make this event and then push
1: the agenda out you so know, is just, it
0: is it um so do, do you think a lot of people who feel that way is scared of uh, like a government because this this is what i was seeing a lot especially when it comes to the second amendment a lot of people are scared that, you know, that, oh they're trying to take our guns away. Is it because we're scared or are the people that believe that, is it because they're scared of a government overthrow? Like the government taking over?
4: It's it's the fear, the fear control. You know, because anytime, you know, somebody like I said, any anytime anybody starts to get smooth starts starts to become aware, starts to get, you know, you starts to become uh, what is it, woke. You know, sometimes they get they get silenced out, dude. You know, and it's always it's always a very tough conversation because, like I said earlier, there's been people who have been on the FBI watch list. You know, there's been people who just disappeared. You know, like an example, like Elon Musk. You know, he he tweeted any any time, um, time that you know. If I if I go missing or disappearing for any other and under any under circumstance, just know that it wasn't me, you know. And that's the thing, dude. Like uh, another example is there was a guy who invented uh, what is it a car that can run on water? They straight up just murdered him, you know. Mm. They didn't even cover that story up. They straight up just murdered him. So that's that's the thing, man. It's that you know talking about this stuff. Like you know, like allowing yourself to kind of share your opinion and you know see the big picture, you know see the see the the big person, the big fish behind the screen can sometimes can lead to something like this, you know where you know I would probably have to be you know quiet. I probably have to chill out after I say this because, like I said, I don't want the scope on me, you know, mm-hmm. and that and it's the scope of the fear, you know, because. Like we always say, you know, it's just like it's strength in numbers, right? Like we can easily overthrow it, but at the same time, they're the ones in power, and they're the ones who can pull these type of stunts, right? I know, not, I know, it sounds like very like conspiracy ish, you know, but at the same time, like, like it, this this happens all the time, you know, where somebody, like I said, somebody knows something, they and they mm. go in and they silence that person.
3: Or you think these kids knew something, or you think that kid (laughs) knew something and they tried to silence
4: them? I don't think the kids knew something, but I feel like it's a very fucked up message that they were trying to send to us because it involved kids. You know, Mm. and if you don't, like I said, like I said, everybody has their own opinions, but if you don't choose to wake up and notice that these people who are in power. Don't give a fucks about even giving killing kids nowadays. Like, you know, it's like, well, what what is it that what's what's gonna happen next? You know, like, what's like? I'm not saying what's worse, but I'm just saying like, they obviously do not care about anything else. So, another thing too, I wanted to bring up was that, like I said, some of these shootings always happen in Texas. You know, why is it always like Texas? Why did it, why do they make it seem like we're just you know, a gun toting, you know.
3: Like Because we are
0: Yeah, we
3: are. <laughs> we are, bro. Yeah. We are gun toting. We like we said earlier, you can walk around the street with a fucking AR, bro. We you are gun toting like people nobody in Texas, like you said, people get mad when you say, Oh, take take your fucking guns away in Texas. Like, no, I want my fucking gun. Like I get it, but it's like, I don't know. It's kind of the thing you are saying. Like, I get it. I'm, I'm into conspiracies too, bro. I get it. The government, yes, they watch you. They fucking spy on you. They want to push an agenda. They want to do this and that. But I feel like a lot of people are scared of the government. Like, and that's why, that's what, like, we're just too gun crazy. We're too fucking, <laughs> I need, I need my weapons no matter what. Like, in case somebody run up in my house. I get it. Like. Like Saucy said, somebody could somebody could legitimately be trying to come in your house and fucking do harm to you. Yeah. And you want to defend yourself. I understand that. But at a certain point, it's like...
0: But that's, that's not the government, though.
3: Yeah. Right? Yes. The, I don't think the government is out to fucking get us like that. If they wanted to, they would have fucking did it.
0: I, I mean, I, I'm... I'm Obviously, I'm a little bit with Sticky because um, I used to be a very conspiracy nut. I was into a lot of conspiracy. I watch Alex
3: Jones, bro. A lot of fucking Alex Jones. (laughs) Jones.
0: But at a certain point, um, you have to ask, we have to ask ourselves. I know we're, it's definitely, how can I say it? A lot of people were very extreme with the things that, You know we think about there definitely should be a fear of you know making sure that the government is not involved in everything but i think some people take it to the extreme to where it becomes a paranoia so here's one thing that i wonder um what makes us think that the government isn't in control already
3: i mean they are in control Mr. I don't think they're not in control. Oh, is AFK? Oh no, I'm, I'm here home.
0: Huh? Oh, yeah. What, what what makes you think? Uh, because people are scared of a government, like the government is gonna. How do we know that they're not already at that stage?
4: Because I mean, you can still walk. You know, walk out to your door. You know, you can still walk to your car and still go do your job. You know, because you're still able to practice all your amendments, but at the same time, you know, I feel like they, they, they're trying to get, what they're trying to get in control of is the fear, you know? I feel like that's more where you can manipulate a mass, a mass amount of people, whereas just microchipping us, you know, or just, you know, giving us like... We're
3: already microchipped, you have a cell phone, bro. For real.
1: Like. There's just. Too many
4: things that. They're doing that you know. That they already. Been doing like since forever. You know and it's just. I don't know. Like I said it's just it's just very touchy Because like. I feel like in a political sense. You know whether it's. a liberal I mean. Or like democratic or whatever it's just there's just too much divide going on right now too and like i say like i don't want to like a a record but like them sacrificing mm-hmm. those kids it's it's a really bad yeah. message to send but mm-hmm. the message they were trying to send to us is just like oh well you know you I'm guys want to keep your guns well this is this is what happens when you're allowed to you know keep your guns and get your guns and then it raises the the flag of like okay gun control and then it raises the the flag of you know mental illness and like i said i just feel like it was just very bad timing you know out of all of it it was just very bad timing you know a little bit ironic too mm-hmm. yeah like i said Ed, i just do wish in the future this could be prevented you know Like, there doesn't need to be any more mass shootings. There doesn't need to be any more, you know, kids being sacrificed or anybody really to be sacrificed. Yet, as long as the people who have the power are able to do such things, you know, the media is always going to go behind them and cover it up on whatever it is that they're trying to get across. Can I just add that,
2: a, whichever side of this viewpoint you are on, I don't think we should be using the term sacrifice for these kids because they weren't sacrificed; yeah. they were
3: murdered. Mhm. They were murdered, man. They, they were nobody sacrificed them.
2: They didn't to, agree to that, so right. that's just popping in. Continue though.
0: There's there's a quote um, that I've heard, maybe I've heard too. Uh, I I can't fucking find it, but there's a, it's like a little. Um, what they call it it's like a quote where somebody i don't know who said it but they talk about the best way to keep people enslaved is to make them believe that they have a, they have freedom maybe i heard that you give people freedom and you make them think that they're free to have their choices but they're enslaved still
3: they really make the choices
0: so i think Um, in my head, when I think about, you know, what the government is trying to do, um, I think if they, if they're really trying to take our guns, it's this super fucked up for them to first of all, try to do it in this way, because that's going to make a lot of people, obviously we we're seeing it. It's going to make a lot of people kind of notice them and it's going to put the eyes on them. If what they're trying to do is have complete control, they're going to let us have our freedom. I mean, if if it doesn't hurt them to kill kids then why is it going to hurt them for us to have guns in our hands and kill each other anyway mm-hmm. I don't think they're trying to take our guns away to be honest there's no gun that we can purchase if they really wanted to take over America there's no gun that we can buy to that's going to defeat their army the army the whole military is at, is Let's 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 be a little hypothetical. Their army is in there, you know, that's that's them. The 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 whole military is the government. Um and we have to kind of be theoretical about this because let's say this the thing that people fear, you know, is that the government is gonna try to take us over. Well, how are they gonna do that? They're gonna have to bring the military in. We have to consider, we have to Realize that a lot of these military people they have family here, they're not gonna want to do something like that. They're, they're not gonna, gonna turn
3: their gun to their own family members,
0: yeah. They're not gonna want to enslave, you know. Oh, you know what? I got to order from up there somewhere, let me turn my back on my own family and let's shut down America and let's become a government, you know, a, a police state or whatever. I just that's the only part I find very hard to believe and um again not not to shit on anybody's opinion or their thoughts but whenever whenever i see people talking about how this is a conspiracy to try to take our stuff away i think that's just kind of it it's being a little bit insensitive you're taking away from what's actually happening and you're putting the blame towards the government Toward something that nobody can do. We can't do shit about the government. I mean, we can we can talk all we want and say, yeah, we'll just like our forefathers say, we'll overthrow the government. We can't we can't overthrow the motherfucker. There's no fucking way. People tried it in the in the Capitol riots. Maybe if we all get together, yes we can. But let's be real, when is that gonna happen? When are we all gonna get we can talk about it all we want, we could get service. Yeah, we'll fucking overthrow that government like our we're we're living a comfortable life. I don't think anybody's willing to sacrifice the comfortable life that we're living here to do something like that. So I really do feel like that conspiracy is out of the question at this point of the government is trying to take control of us. And motherfuckers would have been done it already if they really wanted to do that. They have the means. They have all our money. Everything, we're basically giving them everything. If they really wanted to, that shit would happen. It would have happened during COVID. We were all at home. So I don't I personally don't think that that's true. But I know a lot of people, you know, they're going to they're gonna, They're just going to basically say, you know, oh, you're blind to to what's actually going on. And that that could be true. But I just don't see that being the actual the actual answer. Now is there fucked up shit that the government does fuck you, yeah. but that's that's because, like with everything, there's always those fucking bad apples
1: That's
4: the thing too even even if there are good people in in the government, those people tend to get weeded out too.
0: There's always people, you know, they they get a little bit of that power and they have a fucking trip and they, you know, there's uh, there's issues with lobbying where and I th- I feel like that is one part of the government that is fucked up when it comes to lobbying and how these big corporations pay lawmakers to push a law that's geared toward to help them instead of helping us. But that big conspiracy of the government uh maybe i'm just a puppet for them when i say this but i just don't think that's true at all that they're gonna try to take us over it's gonna be a shit show if they start doing that to us some somebody like russia is gonna see them doing that it'll be like oh look them motherfuckers let's go take them over they're fighting themselves look what the fuck the government is doing to their people let us fucking go and fuck them up too it's just gonna make us look weak. I mean, and at the same time, I mean, all these issues are making us look weak already, because we're we're fighting with ourselves. You know, we're 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 so divided. We we really are super divided. Um, you know, and at this point of our of our history of America's history.
1: But that's my that's just my
0: little two cents on that on that topic.
4: Like I said, it just I just don't want it to happen anymore. You know, I like I said, we're not sure what else is gonna unfold or how more of the year is gonna come undone. Like I said, there's just there's just too much for the future that's coming up ahead, and.
1: Hmm.
4: It's just, it is kind of scary, but at the same time, it's like, it sucks. Like, it really honestly does suck that that happened, you know, and that, you know, I I understand, you know, y'all's point of view, where it's just like, you know, maybe this one wasn't the government behind it. Maybe it was honestly just a fucked up person who needed help, couldn't get the resources for it. And these these were the consequences, you know, the, the outcome of it, you know, which was very tragic. Like I said, well,
0: we should we should definitely keep an open mind. I feel like uh, everybody should definitely keep an open mind. We shouldn't rule out anything completely. You know, we we should always stay um, stay curious about these things because there have, in you know, in history, it has there has been a lot of conspiracies that were actually proven true, and whenever it was happening a lot of people were like oh you're fucking crazy there's no way that's true and it ends up being true eventually um but we do also have to look at the bigger picture and not and not just focus on one thing at a time
1: yeah just very touchy on the political side of it
0: oh yeah i mean Politics is always going to be politics. I think that's why we kind of try to stay away from it for the most part, because it's just, I can't prove to you that the government isn't, isn't going to take us over and you can't prove to me that they are. So we're like at a, we're like at a standstill at this point. It's just one of those things that if it happens, then one agree of us was right. On yeah. So we just have to disagree. I agree to disagree. My bad. No. But I mean I res- I respect anybody's opinion on anything. I mean unless I mean there's some people that their opinions are a little bit too extreme for me and I'll disagree with them but at the same time I mean I I never I mean me personally I don't try to you know quiet somebody and be like man you shouldn't think that way. I mean everybody has a right to think of whatever, you know nobody knows what happened in situation, so Everybody has the right to I guess okay. speculate. Just sometimes some of those some of those theories are a little bit more damaging, especially when you consider like the families are kind of okay. like how Saucy pointed out that you know a lot of people want to claim that these are sacrifices. these These were plain this was just the murder.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just like I said. It's just very tough, man. Like I said, it's it, it's just an opinion. Like I said, I don't intend to hurt anybody's feelings, and I don't mind getting questioned about it. It's just, yeah, you know, sometimes you know, it, you just gotta question things, you know. You oh, for sure. Like. Why is this still occurring? Like, why did it have to happen here? You know, what's going on? You
1: know? And I mean,
0: that's why, that's why, you know, we got Greg Abbott. We, this is the perfect person to ask like, man, what, what, what do you want to do about this? What's, what's the next step? You know, um, it didn't happen to us, but who's, who can, who's going to promise us that it's not going to happen if nothing changes? I don't want, I don't want to get that fucking call. You know, I have a daughter that goes to elementary school. I don't ever want to get that fucking call. So no. it's, it's an important question to ask. You know, especially somebody like Greg Abbott who governor. and um, I don't have no political affiliations. I don't. I'm not gonna say that I vote this way. or I vote that way because I really, honestly. To for the most part, I don't give a fuck, but there are situations where you kind of do have to question like who's who's the person in authority and what is going on and what happened. It's like if if you if you have a child and they get bullied in school, the first thing you're going to do is want to talk to, you know, let me talk to the teacher or who saw this, you know, while while I wasn't here, who saw this and didn't do anything about it so it's yeah. kind of you know we have to do with with habit this is why uh beto o'rourke did what he did because you know he's he's trying to it's obvious that he's trying to fucking get little points for his voting thing but at the same time he i don't think he did anything wrong he he went up there and he was like hey i, I really i don't even know what the fuck he said but i mean he was speaking for a lot of people. And I think that's important when we have somebody that can speak for a lot of people, somebody with with a position or a title. Because if a regular Joe Schmo went up there and tried to ask Abbott something, he's going to brush him off. But he can't brush off Aurora because that's a potential, you know, enemy, or not enemy, but a, a rival or something, a political rival. Yeah
1: politics man
0: <laughs> but yeah I mean any anybody else more thoughts or I know this is kind of a long one and maybe I mean I think we got across we got our point across as much as we could again we're not experts this isn't fucking Bill Maher on TV and we're we're all super politically knowledged but I think we we got our opinions out as much as we you know, we tr- we took our notes and we tried the best we could.
1: Sure. No. Mm-hmm. I guess hey, I uh... my bad go ahead. No, I was gonna say like I, I yeah, I pretty much sure got everything out. Yeah, I think we cover pretty much
3: all we can can on this Yeah. This subject and this topic and like I say, all you can do is just really hope for the best going forward. Hope that I mean that this we just ain't gotta see shit like this.
1: Even though I know it's kinda It's a trend.
3: Yeah. But hopefully we just get better. Hopefully we do look into fucking some universal fucking healthcare that ain't that everybody can just go and get the help they need
0: sure especially for uh teenagers that are growing up man this shit it was tough for me it was tough for a lot of us growing up i can't imagine right now where everything is so fucking radicalized and you not only that but you have social media and you have just all these influences all at once as a teenager. Holy shit. I just can't. I really can't fucking grasp that. I can't imagine that shit. If I felt pressure back then, I can't imagine how the fuck kids feel now. So I yeah. think that's, that's really where our focus should be. It should be in teen teen care. I mean, obviously, also, it's important as an adult. But I feel like it's a little, little smidgen more important for our kids, for our future. Yeah,
4: Yeah, like I, I just like said, I, I don't want to come off as 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 insensitive, but you know, I was going to school, like we didn't think, we never even had the idea of like, okay, what if you know, like uh, a school shooter, you know, uh, being active. You know, I think the only thing we've really had is, like, oh, somebody unauthorized is, is on campus, you know, and stuff like that. Or there was, I think maybe there was a drill one time whenever, like, they were just like, oh, we're on lockdown. And, like, the principals would go to every walk down the highways. They happened in Doby And they would go and sh- rattle, like, you know, the teacher would turn off the lights. Everybody would go hide in the corner. And then they would, um,
0: uh, yeah.
4: yeah, they would think- rattle the doorknob.
0: I think they literally did that after Sandy Hook because you know that that was the main, so they started trying to focus on that a little bit more because Sandy Hook was also a fucking horrible tragedy too.
4: Yeah, like I said, what I was just trying to say is just it just sucks for these kids. Not in a way like oh you know that's a bummer. No, it's just it's it's gotta be tough on their psychology growing up thinking that. You know, I know there's, I'm not saying I know, but there's probably a kid out there that's probably just like, man, like, you know, active shooter can walk in through that door any fucking time, you know, Mm. and that's that's just not healthy, you know, especially being young, you know, to try to have that process in your head. This is, it's just tough,
1: you know, for sure. Um, should we go to
0: final thoughts or any more points?
3: Um, well, one is um, if you really feel like you need some help, you're going through anything, and you feel like you don't have nobody to talk to, you should definitely call the suicide hotline. Um, the number is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. 273 8255
4: Again, the number for the National Suicide High Line. You know, if you just need someone to reach out to and, you know, you feel like you, your friends aren't going to do it or your family could do it, you can always reach out to this number. Like Sticky said, it's 1 eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. 273 8255.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,. Should I do a call? I don't, I have no idea what can do this podcast just Um, to be honest. I
3: think we should just, um, just, um, give the the victims of the shooting their, we should, you know, kind of give them a
0: moment of silence right at the end.
3: Moment of silence. And I think we should kind of just let the people know their names,
1: like just say their names. I don't know. I feel like that's the least we can do. It's just
3: because I feel like more people know the fucking shooter's name, than the people, the nineteen or the twenty,
1: twenty-one, I think,
3: twenty-one people that fucking passed away that died from this. Uh,
0: Miss Saucy, any final thoughts or final final
1: points? I just think that. What happened was an absolute tragedy.
2: My deepest condolences to the families, to the friends, to anybody that knew them that's going through this loss. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely think the names should be listed. The shooter does not get that at all. They don't deserve that. Whether it was due to mental health, mental illness or not, the shooter does not get that moment.
0: Yeah, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for, you know, wanting to do something this this horrible week. Yeah, mental health. But at that point, it's like you you decided to take a path that you shouldn't have. It, it would have been easier to reach out, to talk to somebody, than to decide to do something like this. So, yeah, you're right. You know, they, they shouldn't get anything, any kind of recognition or any kind of attention what they did. Um so before I I read out the list, I'm gonna just say I appreciate um Miss Saucy coming on. I appreciate y'all sticky and Alex for y'all's opinions. This was pretty long one and we did the best we could. I appreciate anybody listening. Um listening to what we were talking about. We're not any kind of experts. We're not we're just Given our opinions and our thoughts on what happened in the situation, um, you guys heard the National Suicide Hotline. If y'all feel like you know, you, there's nowhere else for you to go, go ahead, give them a call, um, or reach out to somebody. I mean, somebody that you can trust. I guess I know it's hard especially if you're dealing with a lot of things sometimes it's hard to find somebody you trust but try to stay open mind you never know maybe that stranger is all you need to help you in a very dire situation um so yeah i just wanted to give my appreciation to y'all before i write this list
1: thank
4: you thank you guys like i said for allowing, you know, for the opinions we, we we were able to get across. Saucy, appreciate you taking your time out of your day to come and join us. You know, big shout out to everybody who's listening. Thank you for listening. I know it's a long one. And like I said, we always appreciate you guys listening to us here at uh, State of Obscurity.
0: And we got if if for some reason y'all wanna drop dropping on discord we got the statistics and or maybe talk to us more about this or share opinions we also you know obviously we got the twitter too if y'all want to hit us up on there but the discord we have a lot of links that uh saucy was sharing to the statistics and just news articles too so if y'all want to check that out um use a shout on Twitter. I'll put in the description. I'll put the Discord. I'll put like an invitation if y'all want to join it. But um here's a list of 19 children and two t- teachers killed in
1: Uvalde. So we got Novea
0: Alisa Bravo, 10 years old. Jacqueline Casares, 9 years old. McKenna Lee Elrod, 10. Jose Manuel Flores, Jr., 10. Eliana Garcia, 10. Uh, Irma Garcia, she was one of the teachers. She's 48. Uzaya Garci- Garcia, 10. Amory Joe Garza, 10. Javier Lopez, 10. J C Carmelo Luevanos, 10. Tess Mata, 10. Miranda Mathis, 11. Eva Mireles, uh, I believe she was one of the teachers too. She was 44. Alicia Ramirez, 10. Anabel Rodriguez, 10. Maite Rodriguez, 10. Alexandria Lexi Rubio was 10. Leila Salazar, 11. Jayla Nicole Silguero, 10. Eliana Cruz Torres, 10. And Rogelio Torres. And we're going to finish it off with a moment of silence.
1: Alright everybody, and with
0: that, uh this was another episode of State of Obscurity. Again, just want to show y'all my appreciation. Um let us know, give us some feedback, let us know what y'all think. Um and we'll be
1: back next week.
0: Peace out, everybody.
1: Peace.
0: Us living as we do upside down and the new words-
5: Woke up one night Digging Paul Revere And Nat Turner As the good guys America stripped for bed And we had not all Yet closed our eyes The signs of truth Were tattooed Across our often And vagina We learned to our amazement The untold tale legitimate daughter of the mother country whose legs were then spread around the world and a rapist known as freedom, free doom. Democracy, liberty, and justice were revolutionary code names that preceded the bubbling, 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 bubbling in the mother country's crotch. What does Webster say about soul? All I want is a good home and a wife and a children and some food to feed them every night. After all is said and done, build a new route to China if they'll have you. Who will survive in America? Who will survive in America? Who will survive in America? Who will survive in America?